It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum Assembly. Welcome to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio, Long Beach Prime Point One. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us, because we're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. Across from me, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next to me, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Whenever you say that, I don't know what the coolest way to say hello is. That works. Okay. (laughs) And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes I get to go ahead and be the ringmaster of this three-ring circus that we like to call Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Oz, who's not here. He's off making the world a better place for you and for me. But shout out to him anyway. He's our resident Dark Knight detective, our friggin' intrepid cup reporter, and all that yada yada yakety schmackety. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Um, we got a great show for you today. Yeah, you know why? Because we're going to talk to you about comic books. We're going to bring you all the latest news, including uh, the news about the Fantastic Four cast, in case you've been under a rock and haven't heard about all the controversy surrounding that. Uh, We're also going to be talking to you about, you know, like comic book stuff that we've thought was cool throughout the week. Uh, And we're also going to go ahead and talk to you about whatever it is that you want to talk about. And I'll tell you a few different ways that you can get down with the Fantastic Forum. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, 
opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, also, we want to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Jeffrey specializes in sending comic books directly to your door. In fact, all you have to do is make sure that you do a $10 minimum purchase. They will send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low, low, flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. Say you don't like single issues. Say you're more of a trade paperback kind of guy, more of a graphic novel dude. Jeffries can handle you that way as well. In fact, if you buy three, mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to give you a fourth one for free. So go ahead and give them a call at 310-538-3198. All right. And I did promise you uh, to let you know how you can get down with Fantastic Forum. We do have a Skype number. Uh, Skype's the free internet soft phone. It only takes a few minutes to download if you don't have it already. Just go ahead and put Fantastic Forum into your contacts. Hit the green button. And right now you'll be the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, and also, of course, we have the All Games chat room. Chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. We'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into our show, such as Jay. Insert a witty chat comment here, why don't you? Or not. Um, <laughs> Either way. Sorry, I'm no. still a little bit on the pre-production. I, I get it. I and, get it. Uh, let's see. Yogi Zilla says, most should follow up that epic intro with the Batman-style guttural yo, or throw a curveball with the high-pitched hi-yah. Let's hear your high. I think I've done both before. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do the bat. Yo. Hi. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Your Claw wants to know if we stayed up late on Thursday night to watch Jimmy Kimmel reveal the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. I still haven't seen it. Have you not? Mm -mm. Have you seen it? I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, you know, like after it aired on Jimmy Kimmel. It was on this thing called the internet. Like, no one on Fanta- no one on a Final Fantasy was talking about it, so I didn't know it was up. That's hilarious. No, no one on Final Fantasy was talking about it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Well, at some point, you guys should take a look at the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. I mean, you 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 can't do it. You maybe you can. Well, no, I guess maybe if you go into Joe's room and watch it, because you can't watch it on that computer, but. Uh, you need the you need the sound. It's uh, it's a fun trailer. I like it a lot. Well, it looks like a fun movie. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be, from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, I've only seen the you know the bootleg stuff on our YouTube channel. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't like red tracks. He's he's not red. He's green with red tattoos. To me, he looks like somebody from Hellraiser that got his skin ripped off. I can see where you're coming from with that. I gotta look at it. I mean, but, yeah. again, I've only seen like little overshadowed stills. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, they did tone him down a lot in the sense like... Because they don't want him to look like the Hulk, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's part of it. And also, too, I just think that... He, I mean, you have Gamera, and she's green. Yeah. And I don't think they wanted it's like them they to... They don't want it to be a green movie where they have more than two <laughs> green people in it. <laughs> Right, only uh, green the people Tyler, are gonna go see it. Tyler, yeah, the Tyler Perry effect. <laughs> well, not Tyler Perry, but his green brother. <laughs> what is what's his green brother's name? Mm, Tyler Ferry. Oh wait, no, that's Tyler Perry. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, but yeah. I, I think that that's what it what it has to deal with. And I mean, you've seen you've seen Drax recently, like you know. Yeah, they kind of muted not in, them down a little bit too. They were. Well, I read the one. What you call it? Oh, the Infinite comic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I was gonna say that you know it's like I mean, even though like the world at large will forget about, or at least the few that know about it will be disavowing or forgetting about it soon. But you know, Drax used to have that that green and 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 well he was green skin with the purple costume right with that cape and all that kind of stuff like yeah very kirby yeah right like the drax the destroyer with the little skulls and stuff it's like yeah. but that guy will be gone soon once or he's kratos, gone already yeah, but once kratos came around <laughs> <laughs> um it, it's just weird that everybody now is a guardians of the galaxy expert have you noticed that too I, I can't say that. Like, people are tweeting and, and posting shit about Guardians of the oh, Galaxy yeah. like they knew what the fuck it was last year. Right. They're definitely jumping on the bandwagon. No question on that. I mean, it's, it is interesting, just especially for someone like myself when, you know, like, right. I was, like, so psyched. You can name five good Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> arcs. <laughs> Look, but I'm just saying. And they've only had six. I remember, I remember Guardians of the Galaxy getting relaunched while we were doing Fantastic Forum. Right. And one, just the fact that it was like a Marvel cosmic book was like a big deal because right. we how many creators had we had on that had just said, oh, you know, Marvel's like really not into the cosmic stuff. Mm-hmm. And they like try to like, they try to distance themselves from it. But then when they brought that book back, I remember being so excited about it. And, you know, I mean, everybody else was kind of like, well, why? Who cares? Why does it, what's it matter? I remember when all this cosmic shit was going on, but it was so overshadowed by like civil war. Oh yeah, and it's like, like annihilation. It was like you, you yeah. had the big cosmic event, uh, a big cosmic event that spanned like what three years almost. Oh dude, it was yeah, it was a yeah, long time. Three years, and then because it had know, like three giant arcs. Yeah, it's just timing. It's all really mm-hmm. you know right when Bendis started, all that started happening on the other side. Yeah, and it's just. Nobody paid attention. Right. Abnett and Lanning. Yeah. But, you know. And now they're divorced. <laughs> right. But, yeah. So, I I'm, I'm, I am excited for this movie. Uh, I, there's still, there are definitely a lot of people. Like, it's funny because Guardians of the Galaxy has permeated the mainstream so much at this point that it feels like every sec- every other day I hear somebody say, oh, yeah, I saw that, but I don't really know anything about them. And I'm just like, wow, like, it, it's interesting because people want to know about the Guardians of the Galaxy. And it, it's just, it's so, it's so strange. Like, it's just, it's just a weird thing. Like, and I don't have a problem with it because I'm just like, I'm happy people are asking questions because I, I love the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought it was, I thought it was the most interesting kind of reboot. And it was just, it's just so, it's just so fun. I like it a lot. And I'm just happy that. The movie looks like it's going to be a good Guardians movie. Uh, it's interesting because in the trailer, and you'll see this when well, you guys take a w- let me uh, let me just before you talk about the trailer a little more. Uh huh. Um, because now since uh, everybody's an expert, I'm yeah. going to be one an expert on the trailer without even seeing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at first I did think the that I didn't like the Star Lord 
costume because I really <laughs> love the older costume, uh, but the one for the movie is not the same. Right. But it's also not the one from the current comic books. That's true. Exactly. So it's an in between, and I enjoy that. Gotcha. I, I think it, for the tone of this movie, it looks good. Also, <laughs> the actor playing Star Lord, I never really thought he he should be Star Lord. Okay. But for the tone of this movie, I think he's gonna fit. <laughs> for the tone of the, the the key phrase is for the tone of this movie, right? Huh? It, it, because you know the way the trailer saw it, it you know the, there's lighthearted and and then it's dark and heavy, but lighthearted again, and then. You know, uh, Rocket Raccoon, what's not to love? <laughs> you know, like, he's just, he's always been awesome. And then you know, he's voiced by Bradley Cooper, so he just sounds amazing. It reminds me of George Clooney uh, uh, voicing Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> you know, it's great. I, I only, I wanted George Clooney to do Rocket Raccoon. I thought that would have been perfect, but I think Bradley Cooper's pretty good. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Groot, like, what's not to love about Groot? Right. Like, I, I think they're going to use Groot as this whole, you know, anti-global warming agenda they're trying to push those liberals at Disney that used to not be so liberal when they came around Jews. But now they are <laughs> <laughs> because all their money is being made by shit that Jews created. There you go. I am Groot. I'm also an expert on racial issues. Tiger Claw says... I remember on the episode when you guys did a review of the Avengers movie, Joe wanted to see a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and Mayor Young thought that it was ridiculous, the idea of a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I absolutely did. That it, It's so true, and I remember yeah. at Comic-Con waking up and texting Joe at 6 in the morning <laughs> when I saw the, the little picture. I just texted him a picture. He's like, fuck yes. <laughs> like, that's how his text read. It yeah. was like all in minuscule letters. <laughs> it, was Fuck, little, yes. little it was a like eight point font. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, man, and, and it wasn't that I didn't want one. I was just like, Marvel's not gonna make it. And lo and behold, Marvel made and it. And for the tone of this movie, using James Gunn, I think is perfect. Yeah, for the tone of <laughs> for this the movie. for the tone of this movie. Even though the tone of this movie is apparently something that some people find questionable. In fact. Derek H. You mean those people that never read Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, it is, it is, yeah, it is those people, yeah. yeah. Because I look, in fact, Derek H. I want to say like maybe two episodes ago or three episodes ago said that he, he thinks it looks like it's going to be like a comedy or whatever, and I think he's probably he might have changed his tune since then. But in chat, he's saying it's a dumb idea. It's still a toss up if it'll work. For the tone of this movie, I think uh, I think he might or might not be right. But For the tone <laughs> of this movie, okay. No, it's just when I because I'm not big into Marvel cosmic aside from you know the Silver Surfer stuff, and then you know they have run-ins a lot yeah. with Guardians of the Galaxy from days of yonder mm -hmm. or however you say that. I didn't go to college, um, <laughs> but it, yeah. It, the Guardians of the Galaxy I did read was the Amden and Landing, and that shit was all heavy. Yeah, it so, was. It, it it was somewhat heavy. I mean, it. I mean, it's definitely it has its lighter moments. I mean, it's it's still Rocket Raccoon, right? It's still. I mean, I, re I remember that Rocket Raccoon backup. Remember that, Joe? <laughs> yeah, that was the one. That I, I hope I... that's their Marvel one shot for that. <laughs> just a motion comic. I don't need it redone. Like just a motion comic of that Rocket Raccoon. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, who did that? It was so amazing. Was it Timothy Green the second? 
Or, um, or he did. No, you're, you're. I think so. You're. Is the artist? Yeah, he's the artist. Yeah. I think he wrote it and. He might have done both. Yeah. Because I think I think I remember Joe and I like telling him yeah, that he we was talked to him at one of the conventions. Yeah, and was telling him that he did a great job with that. I think with that backup. Right. But yeah, it it's gonna be great. And the the trailer, like you don't hear Rocket, but the trailer makes Rocket, Raccoon, and Groot look like badasses. And for the tone of the movie. For the tone of the movie. Uh it has Star Lord almost playing like at least the, the, the way for the tone of the trailer. <laughs> it has Star Lord in almost a space faring Indiana Jones esque kind of role. Right. And it, all the way to the point where, like, he's totally, like, he looks like he, you know how uh, Indy is taking the friggin' idol off the pillar? Right. It has, like, that kind of thing going on. Um, the old, I'll tell you. I think that could work for the tone of the movie. <laughs> the only two things I can say that that I would, I would say are, I, I don't even know if I would call them negatives, but are things that I'm a little... Um, have a small reservations about are the the characterization of the Nova Corps, um, because you have what is it is what's the old boy's name is it R- William C Riley is that his name? Yeah, um, no John C Riley. John C Riley. I'm sorry, John C Riley. I like I like him. You know, I, I didn't like those Nova Corps outfits. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I haven't seen the trailer, but they look know. they 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 look a little better on. The actors in the movie, but not to a point where I'm like, oh, it's Nova. They're Novas, you know? And it, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, I would recognize it as a Nova, but it, it's just like how they did, um, or it's akin to how Blink looks in that um, Days of Future Past cover, where I'm I looking at it. That. Yeah, well, I'm looking at the picture of Blink. I don't and know who Blink is. Blink is an ex. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, but I'm saying, I look at it and I can tell it's Blink, but I don't look at it and say, "Oh man, look at Blink." It's not like she's like jumping off out of the, off the page onto the movie screen. It's an adaptation that's like it has Blink esque kind of elements, and that's what the Novas have. They have Nova esque kind of elements, but they don't kind of you know they don't look like how I would want Novas to look. Along with the fact that you know the tone that they kind of set with them with those three nova novas themselves it's a little it's a little different than i would like or i would imagine or i guess what i want my first impression i guess i should say of the nova core to be because i don't know if people would take them seriously based on what they saw in that trailer but maybe they'll it, that'll ex- be expanded in the movie and they can be you know a force worth wrecking, uh, or uh, a force, um, yeah, worth reckoning with. But and also too, I heard that um, I don't know how to say old boy's name, Hansu. How do you say that guy? You know what I'm talking about? German Hansu. That he said, yeah, he's in the trailer, and supposedly he's a Cree, but he doesn't look like a Cree Mm-mm. if he's if he's supposed to be a Cree. It doesn't even look like an ultimate creep. Like they're integrating my races again. Are you integrating what? What is it? Cross gender, 
cross cross gender. What are they doing to my races? What am I getting so mad about? Uh, cross cross gender swap. No, 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 no. No, it's not race swap. It's, it's colorblind casting. No, it's race, race swap. swap. Yeah. Okay, no, but it's not race swap because I mean, Cree's Cree aren't. I mean, Cree are blue. Right, not black. Well, none of them are blue. In this trailer, if those are Cree. They don't look like Cree though. They don't I'm look like watching. Ultimate Cree or you're not watching. They don't look like Ultimate Cree or Six One Six Cree, which both of those they look similar enough. So I don't know, but those are the those are very small reservations, and you know, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that movie though. I can't I can't wait, and it's coming soon, right? It's like what August or is it November? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's this year. That's this all. This year for real? Oh yeah. Huh. Guardian look, you, we're gonna get Guardians and Winter Soldier this year. I know. Look, I know. Right, Jay? Look, Joe Joe can barely contain I, his excitement. I don't really care about Winter Soldier, but Joe, Guardians was cool. What Joe meant to say was I can barely contain myself over Winter Soldier. That's what he was trying to express. His words got jumbled. <laughs> I understand. Okay. He was too excited, so it all came out at once. Right. He's like, I, I don't care about Winter Soldier. But what he meant to say is like, I don't care when Winter Soldier's coming out. I'm gonna see it day one, man. That's what he's trying to say. So, since we are getting a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, <laughs> what? like I wanted, <laughs> what else is Joe about I'm to ask for? I'm gonna go ahead and say. The next movie I want is a Young Allies movie. Young Allies? Damn it, I better be quiet. <laughs> Young Allies will be Captain America 3. <laughs> For all I know. It was like, what? It's like, friggin' the Young Allies have to save the invaders in Captain America 3. For all I know. Let me be quiet. Damn it. They did just do another Invaders comic recently. Nice. Which I'm just like, who? Who's? Wait, it's the Invaders in space. Oh, who's doing the covers? Is Alex Ross doing the covers? I no. I don't I don't think so, but I don't know. Why Why do you want Alex Ross to do the covers? Because his cover of Oh Sh- Shumagorath yeah was <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> it's like I heard Alex. They have alternate Alex Ross covers. All of them feature Shumagorath. As like for every Marvel comic book coming out in March, <laughs> Deadpool yeah. and Shmukorath. Like, I don't know. I like Alex Ross fantasy art. Okay. Like, I don't like his real stuff, but his <laughs> fantasy stuff is great. Well, it's like he uses a lot of models and photo references of actual people to draw superheroes. But when he, what the fuck's he gonna use to do Shumagora? Like that takes true imagination. It was a squid. Probably he's a real squid. Nah, <laughs> it was maybe Starro. It was a Starro figure. So he used a real squid, and he he stole a, a friggin' giant eye from a whale, put it in the middle of that squid. So, so he Tiger created. Claw says, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is August first, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the eighth. Oh. It's gonna be a busy week. No show. That's that hilarious. Week. That movie is gonna be so overshadowed. Like I love it. Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Nah, cause they're gonna say from the people who brought you Transformers. Ah, oh, he's right. 
And nobody knows Guardians of the Galaxy like they know Turtles or Transformers. That's true, but the it's a Marvel movie, like okay, right? The but branding, it, the yeah, branding but helps it, it's, it. Uh, I mean, it, it'll help it. It's Tiger. not going to be a failure, <laughs> but Tiger Claw does bring up that the Ninja Turtles have a bigger fan base than Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, See, according to Larry, the branding. No, I well, I think the branding is really it's the next Marvel movie. It doesn't matter right. what it is. And so that's the get, thing. Like people are gonna see Guardians of the Galaxy because it's Marvel, and people are gonna see Ninja Turtles because they remember Ninja Turtles and, and Transformers. Transformers, and, like. And then what's gonna happen? Wow, this is that movie might actually not fail. Well, it'll depend. I think on the movie itself. Like, I I really do feel like a lot of people will go see uh, Ninja Turtles, but if it's not good, the word of mouth will get around. And the overshadowing that you're talking about will probably happen because I think I, I mean I, this is banking on the fact that Guardians is something people like, which I think they will like it. But don't be surprised if you know, especially especially if the word of mouth like gets around before the movie actually releases. Like if they do some pre-screenings for Ninja Turtles and it's not good, guess what? That joint's gonna be number two. I think Michael. Bay is smart enough not to release a terrible movie to screenings. Like, he might even pull one of those critics don't get a screening joints. <laughs> like, just go see it. Right. Okay. Look, we'll know. We'll, we'll know how... Uh, Actually, didn't one of the Transformers do that? I think so. Where, yeah, the critics had to see it when the general public saw it. So... I think that was the third one. No advance word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we shall see. So let's do uh, let's do some news. We should have a like uh, like kind of, uh, well, not, not like that, but like. All right. Well, you know where we have to start. Right. What? We have to start with the Fantastic Four cast news. The cast of Fantastic Four. It's like that, that team's got more black people than us. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the news has come out for the cast of Fantastic Four. Jay, can you run down the, the cast and maybe where people might know some of these faces from, if you don't mind? All right, sure. Uh, first off is Miles Teller, who is going to be playing Reed Richards. Uh, you might have seen him in Moonlighter. The Musicians as Miguel. <laughs> or you might have seen him in... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He was in uh, Project X hmm. as uh, the uh, college guy that comes to the party. Gotcha. And... Uh, hilarious movie like project x is like one of my favorite party movies okay so was he giving off a serious reed richards vibe in that movie uh he was the one that was playing gnome baseball and broke the gnome and they found all the ecstasy in it <laughs> so so yes so he's got a knack for chemistry <laughs> so yeah absolutely so yeah you know what? 
what happens if you're at a party and somebody breaks something open and there's a whole bunch of ecstasy in it? Oh my god! Like, I can only have Project X. Everyone starts taking it. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have an off-air story about X. Do <laughs> tell. I love it. Okay. So, and who's next on the cast? Um, <laughs> up next is Kate Mara, who she was in Zoom. <laughs> is that where we're going with Kate Mara? Well, I mean, she also did some episodes of Law and Order, so it's like she was in season one of American Horror Story. She's, oh wait, she's in House of Cards. House of Cards. I was about to say, like, she's in House of Cards. Right. <laughs> Zoom. I, I didn't watch House of Cards. No, well, that's your mistake, friend. No, not mistake. Mistake. Oversight. Mistake. I'm watching Helix. No, no, <laughs> definitely a mistake. He's like, let me watch this sci-fi series as opposed to House of Cards. <laughs> well, it's not often sci-fi does like a really good series. Right. That I mean, definitely yeah, should trump had... Kevin Spacey. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I agree. Yeah. And then who's next? Um. Oh, she was also in Tron Uprising as Pearl. Oh, I didn't realize that was her. That's cool. Um. Up next is Jamie Bell, who will be playing as Ben Grimm. Uh, he was in Man on a Ledge. He was also the voice of Tintin in The Adventures of Tintin. And he was a K in Nymphomaniac. I don't know that. Me neither. But Charlotte Gainsborough was in it. And so I have to watch it now. I don't know who that is. She's a singer. She's awesome. I don't know who that is. And last but definitely not least. Uh, Last is... Michael B. Jordan, who is going to play... It's only one member of Fantastic Four left, Joe. Right, Johnny Storm. <laughs> Joe's like, which one is he? You may remember <laughs> him from Hardball. Uh, why did you why did you break it up like that? <laughs> Hardball? <laughs> like, why? Why Why is it just one, why is it just one word? Hardball. <laughs> also in Red Tails. <laughs> Chronicle, <laughs> and Justice League, the Flashpoint Paradox. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's actually currently in that awkward moment, so you can go check him out and see if he's uh, giving off a Human Torch vibe. Yeah. So, surprise, surprise, I'm not a fan of this cast. Because <laughs> there's a black person in it? Uh, no, not exclusively. Well, know, just he, so, he also like, guest starred on Ridiculousness. That's a not. That, what's the opposite of a credit? That's a demerit. Right. <laughs> his, his demerits include Ridiculousness and freaking that. You mean he moment. did a video where he smashed his head on a pole or something? <laughs> freaking ridiculous. No, he was just commenting, probably. Uh, Dude, they're bringing guest stars to comment. You know, DJ Aoki was in one. I I had a revelation. Who was like. The actual opposite of the music you like. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I nodded politely. But he hits people with cakes during his show. I'll say this. It's like, so I, it's I know like, you uh, like that. It's like Dave Matthews. 
this is not the conversation. <laughs> Only okay. Dave Matthews says his fans with shit. <laughs> and like the music. Dave. No, like he opened the septic tanks on his fans because they wouldn't leave his bus. Oh, well. Did yeah. that really happen? Yeah. Why would he do that? That's terrible. Because they wanted him to keep playing. If they, if they don't leave and you're like, I'm about to spray you with shit. No, he didn't give a warning. Oh. Well, if they don't leave. Guess what? Even if you give a warning, that's not okay. Just move the bus. Right. Well, if they're in the way, you, you gotta have get security. Guess it's what? like he gave them shit twice. He played their mu- his music <laughs> and threw shit on them. Let me tell you what. As a human being, throwing feces is very rarely ever the answer. Like, I mean, I know I talk shit, but that's about it. So. Hey, Larry, catch my shit. <laughs> Here's two things. I'm not a fan of this of this cast in general because none of them feel but like you didn't watch Project X. Who cares? So you don't know. I don't know what. How good this guy is. That might be true, but it's not about really how good he is. He doesn't have the right look. He was also in Twenty One and Over. No, it doesn't matter. I I, well, I saw Twenty One and Over. Look, that how cast doesn't look like they're Twenty One and Over. No. And that's okay, because supposedly they're going with, you know, Ultimate Fantastic Four kind of storyline. So they're supposed to look younger. I'm not mad at that. But they don't give off the Fantastic Four vibe. And I, and I, you know what? I, I had an important revelation, like, weekend before last. And uh, that I was a little sad that we didn't get to sh- do the show, because I was like, wow. This has nothing to do with race for me. I knew that. But, you know, sometimes you guys get in my head and you're like, you hate black people, Larry. I'm like, no, I don't hate black people. I promise you. Because I'm like, I just want my heroes and villains to look like what they're supposed to look like. It doesn't matter whether they're black, Asian. It doesn't matter. If you can find a, if you could, right. If you can find a black man that looks like Electro, he can play Electro. But I want him to look like Electro. And I was like, damn it. You know how I know that's true? Because you know who I would have no problem playing Electro? Friggin' Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele. Oh, yeah. That fool totally could play Electro. And he's black, but he looks barely. just like that fool. Not barely. Nah, his nose is narrow and he's light-skinned. Like whoa, 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 whoa. We come in all shades. He's a bald Hispanic. Hispanic. He's like he's a Puerto Hispanic. Rican. He's not Hispanic. He's black no, and white. But, but he looks like a Puerto Rican. It doesn't matter what look, he looks put, like. Put a little wavy he, hair on him. He's Puerto Rican. He's, he's a black man. He looks like Electro. He does. No, he does look like Electro. I know he, he does. He doesn't look like a black man. He looks like a black man because black men look like that too. And that's my thing. Where I was like, "Damn it! If if they were like he and here's okay, the, his here's, nose is pretty right. Wide. You're right. <laughs> here's here's the funny part. Where I'm like, "Damn it! When I thought about him as a as like an actor, he would make a fantastic electro. Like so good, he could pull off that yellow and green suit at first, right? And then still transition into the blue and be an amazing electro. That's who should be electro. So I'm hoping that." They might be able to fire Jamie Foxx still, even though the movie's done. He was in Role Models? Yes. He was in Mad TV for like yeah. five years. Yeah. And, and he hosted The Planet's Funniest Animals. Yeah, I did watch that. I did not know that. You know what? I think I've seen oh. that too, but I don't think I knew who he was. He's in the Lego movie. Oh, yeah, it's who? Uh, Foreman Jim. I saw Foreman Jim. <laughs> I didn't know that was him. I'm pretty sure he played a white Lego. 
<laughs> well, they're all Asian. <laughs> all, all the Legos are Asian? Yeah, they're yellow. They have the small eyes? And they're yellow. That's not right. It's not right. Hey, you're telling me. <laughs> you went to go watch it and laughed at it. I thought it was great. You know, it, here's my thing with the uh, the Fantastic Four casting. It's like, you know, it, it's a race issue for me. <laughs> it's a race issue? Well, because it's like I hate this whole, like, you have to put a black person in there for the sake of putting a black person in there. And I hate that they can't make, if they're going to do that, why not make Mr. Fantastic black? I would agree. That would be terrific. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like Mr. Terrific in the comics isn't great, but, you know, a black Reed Richards would be great. Um, You know, but, but, you know, why can't they put their money where their mouth is and make a Black Panther movie? Or make a Mr. Terrific movie? That's like, Mr. Terrific, as corny as his comics may be. You, they're gonna change the shit anyway. So why not put, you know, Denzel Washington as Mr. <laughs> Mr. Terrific and give the 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 kids from the community a real black hero to to, to look up to. Did I see probably you know? cast instead, a white guy? Instead, it, it'll be the original Mr. Terrific. He's like fair play. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm here. He's like, oh, you son of a bitch. The the thing is, is for Fantastic Four, they put the black guy in the guy that shouldn't have been on that spaceship in the first place. Yeah. They make the black guy the funny guy that all th- thinks about nothing but pussy. Right. You know? Which is the character that they let most black people play. Right. And that's right. not, I mean, don't, don't give me this liberal bullshit about integrating our movies and do that. Right. Like, make Ble- Reed Richards black. Make the whole cast black. I mean, you know? See, I look, Make everyone in the entire world black. Make it Earth, you know, nine one nine. Everybody's black. There it is. <laughs> you know? yeah. No, absolutely. like what the fuck? You know what? Did the that fuck's... call go away? I, I think he hung up. Yeah. Uh, okay, but yeah. Um, but, yeah. And it, yeah, it, to me, I think Fantastic Four. Aside from like, um, you know, uh, Jonathan Hickman's run. Mm-hmm. Mark Wade's run. Mm-hmm. Almost anything else I've read on Fantastic Four is a period piece done in the 60s. Mm. And I think the movie would be cool like that. Yeah. And cast, get, just, you know, fuck, just recolor the film stock from Mad Men. <laughs> use Don Draper yeah. as, as Mr. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Use his wife, January Jones, as Sue she, Richards. She'd be a fantastic. Use Freddie Rumson as Sue, a thing. Invisible Woman. Wow. And then use Pete Campbell as a human torch. I like it. That's a great Fantastic Done Four. Done in the 60s. That's a great Fantastic Four. Damn it. Even though I will say That's Don, what my Fantastic Four would look Don, like. Don, Don Draper is a little big to be Reed Richards, but yeah. I can go with it. I mean. I can go with it. Like, just color his could, temples. He, yeah. Color his temples white. You know, his suits are padded. Oh, are they? Well, because back then they used to wear broad shoulders. And oh, suit, right, right, so right. When you're he right. takes off his shirt, he's a little slimmer. Yeah, you're right. And he, uh, he could pull that off. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I'm just, you know, and I understand that, you know, I definitely get that there are people that would like to see more faces of color on screen. Right. And I'm all for that. I, I by by. By all means, I would like to see more people of color in movies, but I don't. I don't want it at the expense of the characters that have you know been established already. Like, I was okay with Alicia Masters being black. I, you know, I I would as long as she was hot. Be, that's all I care about. I would and prefer, she was. I would. I want her Sue. To Ru- be. I want a sorry. I want a hot Sue Richards. Yeah, 
And Kate Mara, Kate Mara is, is not, not that. No. I mean, not a lot at of people all. say she's hot. I don't see what? it. Yeah, I don't know. Like who says that? Uh, Howard Stern said that, and Baba Booey said that. What? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see. Like, the, yeah. Look, that's friggin'. Well, don't get me wrong. Kate Mara is a lot more attractive than uh, what's home chick from Sex in the City. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, but you know is they try Jessica Parker. Right, they try to cram that chick down her throat <laughs> like she's a sex symbol, and that's not gonna work. And you can't work with Kate Mara either. Yeah, caller, you are the fourth member. Of Fantastic Forum, tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Uh oh, can you hear us? Yeah, we may not be on the right friggin' I don't know. Try to change the uh No, I tested it earlier, it's fine. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. But you tested it after we changed no. the plug? No, it's too late now. <laughs> it's too but we can't hear our caller. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Just mess with it a little bit, man. Though you don't have to look. Just right click. Is that input. Kate Mara? Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Jay? Is she hot? In some pictures. Um, I'll say more cute than hot. Um, I'm definitely feeling this picture. That's not a chick that you mess around and like brag about. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying well, like, huh? Well, I don't. Maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, a caller, uh, are you there? We can hear you typing. He can't hear us because we oh, changed the plug. Oh. So he's got to change the settings on Skype. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, change. Come on, man. Uh, he's he's sending us messages like he's like I can't hear you guys. Please, God, tell Jay change the settings, <laughs> <laughs> please. I must get my point across. I agree. I want you to get your point across. So. Let's see. No. Caller. No, he hung. Oh, well, he's still there. Hold on. Caller. Caller. Oh, there you go. Hello. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, let's see. Look now. We can hear you, Derek. I don't. We don't know if if the change the speaker. Yeah, we're not sure if they to, if the uh, audience yeah, can hear yeah. you yet, Derek. So hold hold on one moment. We're gonna ask you to talk again in just a. Just a minute. Oh, Derek, say something. Something. All right. And double check that the the audience can hear Derek H as well as us, please, Jay. Yeah. Derek H. In the meantime, what are you trying to talk about? Good set. You guys are talking about uh, the Fantastic Four. Yes, the Fantastic Four movie casting. I agree with you, and I disagree with you. Okay. Let's let's talk about what you disagree with us on. Let's let's hear that first. I would like to see a Earth, like like a like like Moses was saying, have an Earth two two seven version where <laughs> all of them are black. I love it. He, he's like, I know the actual Earth where they're yeah. all black. Got it. See, he's a smarter man than I, I am. All I did was flip it upside down. I know. <laughs> like, but okay, so you like that? So you agree with that idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, like, like if you're gonna do it, then do it in a way that makes sense. That's what. Like, and the way it will make sense to me is, look, uh, 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 a traditionally black, a historically black college university sent the spaceship up, and we know, come on, we know how they are. So they didn't really put up a bunch of money in shielding, and they say no, cosmic rays, come down, Tyler Perry's uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> I just, I just find that. 
I, like, I, I literally would not mind that. But this this cast of this like Rainbow Coalition cast that they came up with that is like a cop out on so many ways. It's yeah. Just, it's it's a cop out. Like when when they, when you do that, you're like, oh, you just did that. Like you didn't do it for, for any reason other than you think you're supposed to, and you think it's gonna bring more people in to see it. Like it's right. not for the story, not for anything. So it's, it's kind of a I think it's smack in the face. No, I, I and I agree with you 100% in the sense that you know people diversify for the for I mean pretty much for the sole purpose of not trying to alienate an audience to get more money. And it's just like one of those things where it's like there's there's nothing noble about that. You know, and, and they try to make it they try to package it like it's a noble thing that they're doing sometimes. And other people try to make it seem like, oh well look, we there's more of us on screen. But it's like, dude, that's that's the wrong problem we're solving. It's like the problem we should be solving is why is it that when a talented filmmaker makes a movie that's good that happens to have more black people in it than white people or more latino people in it than white people that other people feel like or people that aren't black or aren't latino feel like that's not a movie for them that's one of my favorite movies uh it's when uh, too fast too furious came out and it was directed by john singleton mm-hmm I was like, that's like, like, why isn't Spike Lee, like Spike Lee's doing that now. But for a long time, I was like, mm-hmm. why does Spike Lee have to make a quote unquote black movie? Why can't he just make a movie? And I John Singleton said, you know, what? I just want to make a movie. He might have made a dumb car chase yes. movie, but, but it's still, and it had black people in it too. But it wasn't like, this is the plight of the black man driving fast in Florida. It's like, no, it's just a movie. See? And. That's that's what I want to see more of. I I just want to see, hey, just this is just a guy, guy making movie. This is just an actor being a whatever. Not this is not. Look, this is a, we're showing that superheroes can be diverse. Like I don't care. Yeah, and, and here's here's the thing. I'm not gonna knock Spike Lee for making like message movies. What what my issue is this is if if Spike Lee makes a message movie with a predominantly black cast that's no different than a schindler's list you know what i'm saying but the difference is people choose to ignore it so it's like is spike lee makes good movies not all of them but you know you can't say that it, there's very few people you can say all their movies are good but the fact of the matter is is like people tune out because they're like well i happen to be caucasian and that has a, a cast that has 90% black people in it, that's obviously not a movie for me. That's That in and of itself is... There, there is something intrinsically wrong with that idea because it's just like... there's Just because the movie has 90% black people in it doesn't mean, A, you won't be able to relate, B, that the messages aren't pertinent to you, C, that the quality of acting isn't good. It's like... You're making a value judgment based solely on the the color of the cast of the people. I'm gonna remake Malcolm X starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> Look, Although, but they do that like that's called JFK, <laughs> right? It's like, dude, and okay. guess what? 
as a black person, I saw JFK. It's like, you know why? Because you get used to the idea, or, you know, as a Latino person, probably as an Asian person, you get used to the idea of, like, okay, everything is white. So if you don't want, if you're gonna, not going to go see a movie because it's mostly white people, guess what? You've decided you're not going to go see 90% of the movies that exist. And it's just like, you, the fact that people from other races don't feel that way about, or don't feel the opposite, where it's like, oh, just because it's mostly black people doesn't mean. I shouldn't see it is the problem. And that's why it's like, okay, now you have to friggin' pepper in. Look, uh, although without, you know, I don't, I don't mean that, you know, in, in a weird way, but you got to pepper in people of color where it's like, dude, what are you talking about? You got to spice there, it up when it's Tino. Right. Jay. There is a history of black movies being unrelatable. No, there's not. I remember there's a lot of black movies I watched growing up. That I was like, I can see why a white person wouldn't get into this. But but like, it's not about like, a white person. It's just about a person. Right. No, I mean, they were, were specifically targeted towards blacks. What does that even mean? Okay. It's cornbread like, and me. <laughs> what? Cornbread and me. I don't know what that is. It's a movie about a guy named Cornbread. <laughs> cornbread. It's exactly how they say it. Cornbread. <laughs> like I when I saw that I was like, yeah, yeah. I, this is just for me and the people living next door to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. There were like a ton of movies like that. I no, but see in the eighties. You know, well, here's the thing though. White people don't ever feel that way. You, you, what do you mean? They that make it, movies. They're just movies. They're, they're just not, movies, right. And I, right. I'm, and, and, I'm like, a, and if I don't get it, if if it's the not black like, people if they hadn't made black movies that were specifically for blacks. If there weren't, there is so, no such thing. Like, what is a black there, movie specifically if, made for blacks? Cornbread and Me. Nobody's seen that. Derek has, and the people that live next to Derek. <laughs> Look, what? But I'm they, saying there were there was more than just that. There are like a ton of movies I don't, out I, there. I I I and I am friggin' they were made not accepting that premise. You're saying I will come back next week. You're saying it's made specifically for black people. I don't think that's true. I think it's just it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like black people are different culturally in some ways than other people, but so are white people. And we don't ever say like, oh, well, that's the one of those white movies. That doesn't happen. You know, yeah, I, it does. What? What's a white movie? White man's burden. White man's burden's not a white movie. That's pretty white. What does that even mean? It's pretty white. What are you talking about? <laughs> like white man's burden's like half. It's actually, I think it's a predominantly black cast. Right, but because but they, white but because they flip it, they're all like, oh well, no, that's actually one. That's actually okay. Because <laughs> John Travolta's the star. I have a, a, a weird. <laughs> like showing white plight. <laughs> I have a weird way of looking at movies because I didn't know there was a, such a thing as a black movie until like six years ago. What? Really? Really. Part That's of it is because I don't That's see... you're not black. That, no, I was like, but I'm not also black. not white, and I'm barely Mexican. I'm Mexican with heritage, but I've never been to a quinceañera. You've never been to a quinceañera? Never been one. There was none in my family. There was no communion in my family. No communion? How yeah. How you get away from communion? I saw this one video Like at seven you get communion. Yeah. I didn't get it. Where the girl's dress caught on fire. 
it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I I don't I don't listen to Mexican music like with the horns and the like yeah. Mexican polka. Yeah, like you all manic Hispanic. No, wait, I've never heard of that. Do you not punk band? Oh, like do you not know what that kind of music band. is called? The rancheras. Oh, okay. But then there's also a bunch of different ones that have yeah. the same sound to me. Okay. Like, Okay. They're all the same to me. From, I'm just like all the way from Tijuana down to Nicaragua. <laughs> all the same shit to me. Okay. Um, and, and it's not. I don't like because of the way I was raised or not raised rather. It, I don't. My my mom doesn't have any family here in the United States. Okay. It's just us. Okay. So I didn't go to cousin's house, and there was no real uh culturization yeah yeah <laughs> or assimilation we were just us got it i yeah. had black friends growing up i had white well one white friend he was a homeless kid named robin and then i had a bunch Christopher of robin Nah, he wasn't jewish <laughs> um but yeah it, it, it's just i you know i would watch movies with one friend and watch movies with the other and they were just movies to me right and that's you know, how it should be. I mean, I saw like you know the Spike Lee movies like Crooklyn and right. Do the Right Thing right. with him and his parents, and then I did that. And then it it isn't until recent like I wasn't even mad about uh, Jessica Alba in the Fantastic Four till after Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, until <laughs> after Nick Fury? Because that's when I started realizing that I should talk shit about them changing race. <laughs> like, that's fair. That's fair. Only because it was so. Like, it was such an issue, right? You know, um, right, for some because, people, yeah. And then, but yeah, it's just the way I just I tried watching a movie that was a quote unquote black movie mm-hmm. recently, and I just I read the plot, and it was a guy that delivers ribs and bangs an older hot woman while trying to hit on her daughter. Dang. That seemed like a cool story. Is that porn? No, your friend Tangerine's in it. Shut up! That's hilarious. Yeah, that's how I like. Yeah, I know her. Japanese it, movie. Is that the porn? exact same plot? <laughs> no, it, with the exact same plot. Yeah. See, like, there you go. It's not a black movie. Yeah. The Japanese movie. It turns it's out. It's a reimagination. But yeah, your clone chat wants to know if black exploitation movies are black movies. No, no those are white movies. Blacks. No. If there's anything as a white movie, that's it. I'm just saying, it's like, it's just a movie. It's a style, you know? It's like, that's all there is to it. And to, to say different is just like, I mean, you're making, you're, you're basically like pigeonholing a group of people into a genre. And it's like, it's a genre film. It's like, basically, when you say the term black movie, you're making it seem as if all black people make the same type of film. No, we're not. And it's like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when, like when you go to the when you go to the video store, it's just black cinema, as if those movies don't have genres. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's messed up. You know, that's yeah, not but right. That's not what we're talking about. Well, no, but we kind of are though. No, we're talking about black movies. No, now just because they put all the black movies in the black movie category doesn't mean there, there aren't black movies. Uh, what what I'm saying to you is this: is you mess around and you say, okay, this over here, these guys are acting the fool. This is a black movie. The white people can't relate to that. Then white people do the same thing and they call it jackass. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, what's what's the difference? There's black jackass. Uh, there's It's all jackass. That's what I'm saying. It's all, look, probably black people were doing it first. 
Probably. There's a black jackass? Yeah, an adult swim. Yeah, oh, an adult that... swim, there's a black jackass. What is that? Uh, like? Oh. Ed's ex-girlfriend uh, works on it. Is that Loiter Squad? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Loiter Squad is awesome. Like, I love <laughs> that show. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Finally, but... Jackass that speaks to me. Something that I can relate to. <laughs> but, but, but then I like Jackass. I, and I, I like I met, CKY. But see the point I'm making, though. I met Wee Man today. Oh, nice. Yeah, he came to my job. Really? Hmm? It's the second time I meet him. I met him at Starbucks once, too. That's cool. Loader Squad had this one skit where they're playing basketball, and they're like shirts versus skins. And so the dudes, the skins, like, take their pants off instead of their shirts. And they're like playing with their pants. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude's like, I could block him, but I don't want to get next to him. <laughs> You're proving my point. <laughs> no, because Jackass does that too. No, I like Jackass and Loiter Squad. But I'm saying there's yeah. no difference. And there's somebody out there not watching Loiter Squad because, like, well, who are all these black well, no, people? Ben Margera was on Loiter Squad. Right. The thing about Loiter Squad, it comes on at, like, 1 in the morning on Adult Swim mm-hmm. as opposed to Jackass came out on primetime on MTV. Mm-hmm. Jackass came out in the theaters. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, that too, but. Right. Right. Well, sure. All I'm saying is it's the same. It's not. It's no different. It really is. Very, right. very little. And don't get me wrong. It's like, are there some movies that are just, like, bad? Sure. Well, that, <laughs> that doesn't make them. That doesn't make them black movies. <laughs> like, we'll never see. We'll see. We'll see a black Human Torch, but we won't see uh, Black Panther anytime soon. When's that movie right. coming out? Right. And and there's somebody out there that feels like, well, guess what? Black Panther's not marketable. Shit, why because not a it's Miles gonna be, Morales movie? It's gonna right, but but Black Panther's not marketable because it's gonna have a lot of Africans in it, and we don't know if people are gonna want to see that. Just have Spielberg or, do it, or yeah, well, District Nine had a lot of Africans in it. District District Nine. It's a foreign film though. District wait, for, first of all, not only is District Nine a foreign film, it's like the majority of the people in District Nine are aliens. Like they're black people, even in the though back, they're aliens and Africans, huh? The Africans are South Africans, but they're still black. Some of them are black. Most of them, dude. Nobody that has more than friggin' six lines. Shit, even yeah, the... that one king that wanted to cut off his arm and eat it, he was black. It's one guy, and his whole camp <laughs> was black. Have to be a cannibal. And the a- the alien. It's not like he normally eats people. The main alien was black. He just wanted his power. How's the main alien? He like his kid have like a basketball jersey or something. See, that's not right. That's <laughs> not right. Yeah, without the gold chain, he could be anywhere. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's like that's the problem with Hollywood. And when we when we fix that, it, it, or I should say, for me, I feel like fix that first. Then, if you want to start, like if we still have a problem, then then maybe I might be more apt for you to start friggin' friggin color swapping yeah. or whatever I, like the the heroes from the comic books i'm actually tiger claw says what if they were to cast a white african cast as the black panther no nope. and i say yes Teo no. leone a storm i want to see it who's that Teo leone who is that yeah she'd do a better job than halle berry yeah she's, she's, she's an actress like, guess what Mo, you do a better job than halle berry okay as friggin an african wins queen. listen to me who's Teo leone who's that she is a South African. Charlize Theron. I don't want her story. No, I just want her. That's okay. You can want her. I want to be interracial. She doesn't look like Storm. We want to know things are better when they when they make the Miles Morales movie. 
Yeah, and look, the messed up part is the Miles Morales movie. That's only like three or four black people. Everybody else, all his friends are white. Right, exactly. Everybody else is something else. It's like, um, but you know, they don't want it to be like. I, I've done a pretty a good job Spider-Man. of riling up my black coworkers against the Fantastic Four movie. Good, because they're like, well, I told them that he's supposed to be related to Sue Storm, mm-hmm. and then they're like. How's that gonna make sense? Like we're insulted that they Cause not making sense. I think that's the new storyline. No, uh, they could be adopted. I don't know. They could have biracial parents. Yeah, but you don't get that black yeah. out of biracial. They look like Lloyd and his sister. It could be. Look, <laughs> they look like Lloyd and his sister. They could be a uh, uh, a married couple that had two kids before they got together. Nah, that's stupid. Brady Bunch. Yeah. That's worse than adoption, though. Yeah. Why is that worse than adoption? Because it's dumb. What are you talking about? Like, that happens all the time. Like, that's called reality. They wouldn't be reality that close then. Dumb. In fact, they would hate each other. Why would they hate each other? They'd probably be having sex. I don't want to that- see that. See that? Everybody, everybody was like, that was messed up. Yeah. What? Johnny and Sue Storm having sex with each other. I actually do want to see Kate Mara in a sex scene. Uh, oh, yeah. Watch why? American Horror Story. Oh really? The first season, she fucks like five times in the whole season. The short tits. They get it's FX. They get pretty close. Oh, would you? FX in late night. They don't show the nipples, but look at her lips. They're the same color. What? Wait a minute. Where, how did we get here already? Yeah. This devolved answer. really quick. <laughs> look, really we, quick. we had the serious discussion. Now let us do the light heart, light hard. Lightness. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see more of her. What is Go that? To Mr. Skin so you're gonna you're gonna friggin' oh, sign off? Probably have something. You're gonna sign off on this chick Joe as friggin' Invisible Woman? No, but he's not signing up off I mean, on it at all. Like he's gonna wait like, to see it. Actually, because of what Michael B. Jordan said, I'm not gonna see it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Michael B. Like, and I did see Tyre Claw post that for us. Like he's like, he's like he never he's heard. Like, they gonna see it anyway. He's like, okay, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Don't mess up your little gravy tray. You know I stopped reading your source material. Kate <laughs> is Invisible Girl. Yeah, Invisible Woman. Yeah. Oh, she's naked in a House of, House of Cards on Netflix. That is true. That did happen. Oh, which episode? I don't know. Three. I don't know. What? Okay, fine. I'll she's just not watch that it. attractive. Hey, let she's me attractive be the judge enough. Of that. She's not attractive enough to be Sue Storm. She's not. Well, look, she's attractive. Uh, hold on, my headphones. Yeah, she's she's no she's no Jessica Alba. No, no Jessica well, Alba. Well, but. Jessica Alba is not Sue Storm either. No, she's right. Definitely, but Jessica Alba is definitely way more attractive than Kate Mara. I'll give you that. I, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't understand. It's like blonde hair, blue eyed white woman. Like what? Well, look, they don't want they want people to identify with the movie. Okay, I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. Like. Like, why all of a sudden at this particular point are we like, well, you don't want to make her too hot. What, Hollywood? <laughs> what? Like, ha- did you guys hear, like, they were trying to think about casting friggin' Alicia Keys as Nina Simone? You guys, and anybody, everybody's like, I don't know who Nina Simone is. I know who yeah. Nina Simone okay. is. Okay, <laughs> look, but I'm just saying, Nina Simone is a- super talented. Right. Not the looker. Dude, not the looker. She looks like and then, and she then, looks like Samuel Jackson in Unbreakable. And and then Nina Simone is like she she might be like maybe half a shade lighter than I am. Yeah. 
and then try to put like Alicia Keys in there? Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, but I, but we can't get a friggin' chick that looks like Invisible Woman. Well, if, if Salma Hayek can be Frida Kahlo, one of the yeah. ugliest women in the history of art, then sure. I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that's that's the point I'm making though. Where it's like they make people that aren't attractive attractive all the time. So why are we doing the opposite with Invisible Woman? I don't understand. Like, why is like she's it's like they figured the nerds already jerk off to the comic. Oh, they don't want them jerking off in the theater. Okay. Nobody jerks off to the Invisible Woman though. I don't think so either. She's like the comic mom. Yeah, you're right. She's like comic den mother. Yeah, you guys are right. It's like, yeah, who jerks off to her mom? I don't know. Who do you know that jerks off to your mom? Vaughn. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I jerk off to his mom. <laughs> oh my god. So wrong. Is that her? I'm sorry. That's a fake. She, you can see her kidneys in that. That's a fake. What are you guys talking about? There's a picture of her spread her legs open with the pussy flaps going like something out of Prometheus. And he's like, is that her? Jeez. All right, Jay. Don't be freaking. You follow my laptop now. <laughs> oh yeah, you jeez. Isn't that how you messed up your laptop? No, my <laughs> my laptop is. I don't know yet. I have to. <laughs> That's her right there. <laughs> Joe's like, I don't know how I did it. Like it might be. It might have been this. It may not have been. You gotta right, get. I have it. to try running it in safe mode. You got If it works, then then it was something I downloaded accidentally while watching porn. You got to get a Mac. Okay. Yeah. So, but That's not her. And are they? Are they? No. Are they CGIing the thing? They, have they, they don't said, say in the article. Have they said that yet? Because I'm like, how is that? Like, they're not gonna put that guy in a suit, right? Like, because that guy's tiny. Yeah. No, nah, they can't. He doesn't look like Ben Grimm in any way, shape, or form. They're probably gonna make him look like a handsome thing. I mean the. Oh, you mean like the actual rock guy will be handsome? Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, they're like I can guarantee they're gonna get the eyebrow wrong. Like things gonna have like a face. Yeah, he won't have that 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 ridged brow. Yeah, no, nah. that's gonna be messed up. Yeah. I'm just saying, like comic like, artists don't well, draw the thing right all that, the time. Yeah, like they did a what you call it? Um, like the, the Beauty and the Beast show mm-hmm. and the movie. Like that guy don't look ugly. Like. She can love him. <laughs> yeah. She can love him. It's not him. that hard to love him. <laughs> Mo's like, it's not a stretch. Yeah. Or I think she used a body double. For Mo's like, I know. Mo's like, I know an Armenian guy looks just like that. He gets lots of play. Yeah. <laughs> and he's hairier. <laughs> so we should move on to the next story. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking about casting, uh, Paul Bettany's playing the Vision in Marvel's Avengers Age of Ultron. Right. What do you think about that casting? Well, you know, Paul Bettany is the guy that plays Jarvis. Right. right. And as far as... I mean, he's already playing a computer. It's just a matter of, you know, him bringing that to life. And it's like, he has the right kind of like look as far as like he can be the Vision. I can see it, but I'm wondering if are they gonna make Jarvis the Vision or is Jarvis like because you know we were we were playing with the idea and you know other people have been talking about the idea of Ultron oh wow possibly coming from Jarvis mm-hmm. he's in that movie you like a Knight's Tale 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's good. And he was a master and commander. What are you saying, Derek? The only thing you need to know about Paul Bettany starts and ends with he sleeps with Jennifer Connelly every night. So what? Who cares? That doesn't make him a good actor. Yeah, fuck him. It does. Makes I mean, him a, it makes him a hero. He's a, he's oh, a, he was in Firewall. Shit. Joe's <laughs> <laughs> like, goddamn Firewall. <laughs> I'm glad he doesn't do pre-production because then we would miss these moments. <laughs> Wait, so, <laughs> so, uh, I will say this: Don't I act I, like you didn't like Firewall. I'll give I'll give him props for sleeping with Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, I'll give him props for that. Like too. they're they're I like a, a steady couple, or are they married. They're, What'd you say, Derek? They're married. I did not know that. That's good for him. Wow. Yeah. Any division, he locked it down. Locked it down. Yeah. So. Yeah, he doesn't nail her every night. Because he's married. Well, they got three kids. Yeah. It's probably been months. Like it's hard them. enough having two dogs. <laughs> I mean, nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah, he's probably hitting it. But yeah, I think he'll be a good vision, and it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Hopefully. It'll be something like, you know. Married to Scarlet Witch? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Letting romance with Scarlet Witch? I think that'll be a little weird. I think people, like, I don't think you're going to see that. Her is getting an Academy Award, probably. Yeah, but that's different. No, it's a robot and a guy. Mm-mm, it's different. No, it's not that different. It is. No, it's not. It, it's like uh, the difference between black women getting with white guys and black guys getting with white women. Yeah, exactly. See, there it is. That's the difference. It's like female computer getting with a guy. That's okay. Like dude computers stealing a chick. Um, no, it happens all the time. Like chicks got vibrators. That's the problem. Yeah, they're used to it. There it is. That's why they're like, F that vision guy. Well, it's either that or they're going to do the whole incest route. So no matter what, people are going to be turned off by that, by whatever relationship she's in. I don't I don't think it's an either or proposition. Like, look, don't be surprised with the way that Marvel's doing stuff. Don't be surprised if you see friggin' Wonder Man come in for Avengers 3. <laughs> I'm just that would saying. be awesome. <laughs> look, I, after Guardians, I don't push nothing past Wonder Marvel. I, I don't know. Uh, huh. I say George Clooney. Nah, he's too old. You know who could play Wonder Man? It's a little weird, but you'll be like, you know what, that fits. Uh, friggin' Shane from Walking Dead. Shane could be Wonder Man. Nah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Think about it. Mm-mm. What, what, you don't like Shane? Mm, I mean... You give that guy a haircut, slick it? That's Wonder Man. I don't know, man. And then that fool can act. In fact, he can even end up being the unstable Wonder Man from the Revengers or whatever. That would be kind of, that, that would be cool. <laughs> As like he yeah, can do I the mean, whole I, I he can, can do the whole arc. He could be that at, pompous not, actor. I don't know. Yeah. Look, he might even be able to pull off that crazy th- red coat. Well, the thing about um, <laughs> the thing about the dude Shane, he's got like a facial deformity. Does he? Well, because he was a boxer, so he's got like a broken nose. Oh. And it's like I've I don't never I don't picture Wonder Man with that because he's more he's into his image. Yeah. yeah, 
I've never. I didn't notice his nose is broken. Yeah, it's broken like four places. Wow! Look, I bet you next time I see that fool, that's all I'm gonna be able to see is this fool's mangled nose. Like, thanks, like, Moses. Sorry, I have an issue with my nose, so I see it in everybody. Your nose? What's wrong with your nose? It's he asymmetrical. Wants, he wants what? What'd you say, Derek? Okay, uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like one nostril is higher than the other. It's oh, by like man. a centimeter, but I see it. Get out of here, man. That's like when I see it because every time I shave, one side burns lower <laughs> than the other because I'm using my nose as the midpoint, and it's off. That's fair. It's fine. No one noticed. No, I look. I noticed. I've noticed it. Yeah, <laughs> Derek, Derek's like you're From right. all the way up there. He noticed it. <laughs> What's our next story, Jared? Um, March nineteenth. Uh, Dark Horse Comics brings you The Witcher. Word. It's uh, written by Paul Tobin with art by Joe Chiaro and uh, colors by Carlos Badia. Which, any of you guys Witchers, Witcher fans? I'm, I'm a, a low-key Witcher fan because I haven't played the games. It's a porno RPG, right? There it's is sex in it. It's not a porno RPG. And nudity. Yeah. Come on. They do show Bush. There's not. We it, is Witcher any is any is it any worse than God of War? God of War doesn't show Bush either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's any worse than God of War. And at least you know Witcher has character development. God of War is literally just like TNA. In, in between the slashing and hacking, <laughs> so it's like I don't know. Yeah, it's like like a Porter. Showtime series, <laughs> right? Exactly. Spartacus. It's like the Spartacus of video games. Right. Exactly. So it's just like you know, but but I am a fan, and I think that this next Witcher game is going to be amazing. Like I'm, I'm going to play this next one without question. So I know for me, I was like, I'm down for the comic. I would definitely like to learn more about that about that world. Yeah, get a little more intimate with that universe. I know I played The Witcher too. How'd you I, like? It? I liked it a lot. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I hear it's I a really it, long game. And uh, <laughs> it just like yeah, definitely looking forward to part three. All right, what what system did you play Witcher two on? Um, I want to say three sixty. That's fair. Yeah, I hear I hear it's really good. Yeah. Uh, cool. Next up, Miss Marvel rockets to number one slot on Marvel digital sales charts. Yeah, you know, I know that happened the week it came out. I'm not sure if it's still at number one now or not, but apparently people were definitely like anticipating that title. Holy Which shit! Is... Miss Marvel. They have the top ten bestseller list here. She-Hulk number one. Uh. Miss Marvel number one is the first one. Uh, the next, the next six are Hawkeye. Wow. Which man? It's a great series. Could, yeah. Yeah. And I I like like I've liked Hawkeye since I started reading it, but man, to have six spots in the top ten. 
Yeah. When they make the Hawkeye movie, they need to make it a low budget indie type movie and not go a big, huge summer blockbuster route with his movie. Uh, I think you're right. I think that would be really cool. I mean, I don't. I I will say this. It's like, I mean, Jeremy Renner fits the mold of the type. Like he's made other movies like that already, and you know, and they like they have been like what like winter releases primarily. I think it's like a Hawkeye movie in that kind of style as a winter release. I think would be really good for Jeremy Renner for Marvel and for that character. Marvel's first Oscar nomination. I don't know if I'll go that far. I, you know, the Academy is a fickle mistress. Yeah. I don't think they'll give... Not for a Hawkeye movie. I don't know. It's one of those things like... They might pull... Maybe they might pull like one of those Lord of the Ring kind of moves. And do it for like Avengers 3. If it's like as successful as... Or more successful than the the, the previous two. It's like, then they might be like, okay, I guess we can't deny this movie anymore. Yeah, it's fun, but whatever. They'll be like, well, they're it. about to give what's your name a movie? Who? Uh, Scarlett Johansson's about to get a movie. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did see that a Black Widow flick, which I'm totally for that. I mean, I think Scarlett Johansson plays that character well. I would watch her in a movie for. It's not really hard, and they're wasting that character. You think so? Cause the whole character is about uh, violence and seduction. I mean, I understand, but I don't think they want to alienate the Avenger audience. They're gonna have little girls coming in that movie and seeing what 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 uh, Natasha has to do to get information <laughs> for an entire generation of uh of preteens. <laughs> it's gonna be so great. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Don't be mad when it's a PG movie. Well, wait, wait. What happens when like they show her banging uh, Tony Stark for information? I don't think like, that's gonna happen. It, it happened. That's what happened in the Ultimate Universe, and this and the movie universe is closely based off the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. It's like Tony Stark's also sober in the movies, mostly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's an armor holic. <laughs> uh, real quick, this is a little bit of news, but I just crowbarred in it because oh, for it. a good cause. Um, Red Anvil Comics is trying to fund uh projects and actually get become a full fledged publisher. But, you know, the way things are, they need help. So they do a lot of stuff on Kickstarter for individual books. Right. Which I, I just got my copy of Owl Girls with all the art prints and all that. I did see it. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's great. I didn't even think I was getting all that. Like, oh, no. I only gave $7. Wow. And I got the, the digital copy, the comic book, uh, limited, like, Kickstarter only, like, little trading card thing. Yeah. And then two art prints. Yeah, look. It looks, like man, it's like that's a great deal for seven bucks. I know you're not supposed to go to Kickstarter for shopping, <laughs> but I felt like I did. Right, and uh, it was great. Um, 
and now they uh, they do for a bunch of other comic books. And I, I funded I think two or one more. I like lost track. You know, it's a surprise when they come in the mail because I just give them money and forget about it. Right. Yeah. Um. But now they're selling shirts for Red Anvil Comics. And it's it's a black T-shirt with red and white print on it. Mm-hmm. My color scheme. So there you go. I'm buying one, and I suggest you too. It's for a good cause. Dave Ryan, we've had on the show several times. Yeah. Always got great great stories, and he's one of the most talented Sup- act, yeah. uh, artists in comics. Super talented. Like I've you know. L- cool thing about doing the show is i get to hang out with him when he just draws or i used to rather when he lived out here in california right and i get to see his, it's his he's a fine artist right so his sketchbook is filled with like these renaissance style sketches and he's super talented and he he wants to do comics <laughs> and his comic right. art is nothing like his fine art yeah uh you've seen you know on our facebook i post a lot of his um his white covers and you see his his fine arts approach to doing those variant covers right um but yeah he's a really talented dude and he's behind red Apple comics so um for the link of where you could get the shirt just take a look at it at least and share it if you're not gonna buy one is uh at fantastic forum on twitter um i posted the link and it'll be i'll post it on our facebook page too at the end of the night yeah (laughs) <laughs> the end. The end. Good stuff. So, um, before they were talking about Batman versus Superman going up against the unnamed uh Marvel movie, right now they're speculating that that movie will be the Guardians of the Galaxy sequel. Yeah, that's that's an interesting an interesting uh pairing right there if it turns out to be the case a lot of it a lot of it will be dependent on how well guardians does cuz if guardians is a smash hit i don't i wouldn't be surprised if warner brothers re- rethinks that time, that slot cuz that might be like we don't want to go up against these marvel movies like right. that even if they still number like if they still do good, but it's split because it's like a one and two situation. Yeah, it's less than what they could have done. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong though, Batman Superman, that's a tough, that's a tough nut to crack. Like, it's a tough slot to go up against. Like, and who knows? It it'd be really interesting. Like, if it does end up being Guardians. If it does end up being Guardians 2 and Guardians is successful, it'll be really interesting to see what company blinks first. Mm-hmm. Because it really might be a thing where I, I mean, you can't be you can't blame Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment for being like, guess what? This is Batman Superman. Right. You can't you can't be mad at that. And 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 Marvel might very well be like, damn it, like Guardians is guardians like now it's awesome right. and people love it but batman superman like who you know who wants to do that Look, i think if people loved thor i i think guardians is not gonna be that hard to get no, into i agree too and i think i agree with that 100 i like i and that's that's a fact that's what i said before where i was like if they got over the thor hump right guardians feels like a lock to me mm-hmm. 
like because I think Guardians is going to be really fun, and I think it's going to be really interesting, and it's going to be unlike anything that a lot of people have seen before. Right. And they're going to be like, this is great. Like we we love the fact that we can go to these Marvel movies. And we can get different genres with every character. Yeah, I can't wait for the Man Thing movie. <laughs> right in the fall season with the horror movies. Oh, it's gonna be so great. Do you really want a Man Thing movie? Yeah. Okay. Look, it could happen. I don't look. Like, we got Guardians. Anything. And we possible. already had two Swamp Thing movies. That's true, but Swamp Thing and Man Thing are different. Not that different. They're created by the same person. Yeah, but still. It's not that different. It's like saying it's like saying the friggin' the friggin' uh In fact, there's more precedent for Man Thing than Swamp Thing for it to be a movie. Because they already did the plant stuff with Project Rebirth, which is the shit you saw in Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. The chick that worked on that, her last name well her name, the character is the wife that betrays the guy that becomes Man Thing? Oh, really? When they're trying to recreate the Project Rebirth thing, oh. that's the origin. That's interesting. Yeah. So I mean, they could tie it in already. Yeah. I hear you. It's a reboot because they already it's have a one. reboot. I'm just saying, like, it feels to me like you know, saying they're created by the same guy is like saying, you know, the friggin' Eternals and the new gods are created by the same guy. Yeah. But they're different. Not that different. Different enough. No, it's not. I actually, I can see where stories kind of connect. Or not connect, but they, where they could be interchangeable. I don't know. You haven't read enough New Gods. May, maybe not. Yeah. And you I've ha- read yeah, New and Gods, you haven't though. read enough. enough I've, read, I've read enough of Turtles. No, you haven't read enough Man-Thing. Well, maybe that's true. It's absolutely true. But I'm saying like, oh, let me, let me put it like this. I've read more Man Thing as far as where he's at recently than you have. Man, okay. No, I'm just saying it's like where where he's at now. You're gonna use that, okay? I'm gonna use my knowledge of where he the character is presently. Right, where the the guy that created and wrote both has nothing to do with either. Well, look, guess what? That doesn't negate my argument that they're. It doesn't. I'm not saying it negates it. What I'm saying is the people that are gonna make the movie. Aren't gonna be isn't gonna be the guy that created it. It's gonna be the people that are friggin' the driving force behind it now. I I look. Now you're treating me like a black movie. <laughs> so I don't know what that means, but it's hilarious. Like, yeah, fuck me for fucking liking shit. No, yeah, there you go again, Larry. It doesn't have to be that. Yeah, no, that's what it is. I get it. it I get it. I I can't have a moment in the sun. I get it. I want you to have your movie. No, fuck you. I don't want no sunburn. <laughs> so, Marvel has unveiled Tedesco and Del Otto's first two original Sin covers. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know what original Sin is, it's basically the Watcher gets shot, and they're trying to figure out who did it. Right. That's like the next crossover for Marvel. And like Damn. coming out of, I guess, either coming out of Inhumanity or... Right after Inhumanity. I can't wait to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> the covers look good, though. No, they look great. And they have, like, a really cool vibe to them. I don't like Actually, Wolverine's costume. In, uh, um, if <laughs> Derek, you're still on the line, correct? Yes. Can I post comic book news on allgames.com? Yes. Of course. Okay. 
Because I have that exact story with all those covers sent directly to me. And I would like to put that so that allgames.com would be the comic book news source that we quote instead of whatever that website is. Oh, we do have uh, uh, Star City, Starling City Stories and uh, Shieldcast, so... Yeah, but they don't get press releases, do they? I don't know. Yeah, we, don't. we do. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I want when you we want, put uh, a website news story, let it be all games. Let it be all games yeah, instead absolutely. of this site. That's yeah. And when we post the link, like when Tiger Claw posts the it comic book news, it's not going to be comicbookmovie.com. It's going to be all games link. I like it. Is that okay? There? More than okay. Okay. It's going to hey, be bombarded tomorrow. Derek, did those did those archives post? Do you know? Did you see them? I did not see them. Okay. Yeah. I got to talk to you I, about that. Oh, what happened? Yeah, everything okay? Well, you'll talk to me later. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Um. Hey, you know what, Derek? While I have you on the phone, hey, man, uh, you got you to gotta pick up next time I call you. So Who'd you can, call? So we can hang out. I don't know. Like maybe oh, okay. like, yes. like like maybe like a week ago. Yeah, that, that, I want that. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> so what's our next? I'm going to your hangout next week. I'm going to Vegas next week. Uh, we well say next week, not this weekend, but the following. And I'm going uh Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Oh, next week? What are you going to Vegas Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday for? Uh, for my birthday. What? Why didn't you tell anybody? Just, I believe I just said I'm going to <laughs> Vegas. That's true. Can we come to? I'm going to I'm gonna uh, get in the hotel. I'm going to get a hotel room and basically just uh, sleep for three days. <laughs> well, I'm not mad at that, Derek. Even though, look, I'll be in Vegas this weekend. <laughs> I, said that, I said that you'll probably be there. I'll be in Vegas this weekend, and so I think I'm going to miss you, which is sad, because I'm going to make sure I'm back Monday night in time for Fantastic Forum, which means when I'm coming back, you'll be leaving, or you'll be leaving the next day. Yeah. That's not that's not cool, Darren. You you can't be in Vegas by yourself on your birthday. Yes, I can. Or you can be in Vegas by yourself, but you got to meet people. You can't just sleep in all three days. No, I hear, I hear I hear they have some some badass cable channels up there. You're hilarious. You're gonna have to like get, try to get into some random debauchery one of those days. I'll call some people. <laughs> 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 that <fool> snickered. <laughs> oh, got like it's like there's a knock at the door and I open up. <laughs> right, right. It's like it'll be like Mayor Young said we should have come over. Just be four bad ones <laughs> and one ugly friend. No, <laughs> I don't know why the ugly friend is there. Well, you know, to keep them grounded. There it is. It's like, yeah. What's the next story, Jay? Uh, coming in May, Cyclops number one. What? Written by Greg Rucka with art by Russell Donnerman. Yeah. Uh oh. So. <laughs> Did Derek just like, F that? <laughs> Derek's like, I'm out this booch. You, so you mentioned one ugly one. And... <laughs> Sorry. Corsair being alive. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because, and this is like, you know, this speaks to 
What's happening uh, right now in the all-new X-Men book? The Child of Green Jean Grey. The Child of Jean Grey, right. Because all-new X-Men is having a crossover with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which Bendis is writing both. And it, the, the friggin' Shi'ar basically come and gank Jean Grey and put her on trial for, for like, the destruction of the Shi'ar Empire when she was the Phoenix. And... But she hasn't been the Phoenix yet. Right. Like, they want the corpse. Well, that's the thing. They know that she's a time-displaced Jean Grey, but they don't care. And they're going to put the corpse on trial. No, no, no. First of all, you don't mess with a Jean Grey corpse, because it might mess with you. (laughs) That's number one. The safe bet is to get the chick that doesn't know how to use her powers yet and put that chick on trial. If she didn't floss before she died... (laughs) <laughs> she probably has some Phoenix Force remnants in her right, teeth. Right. And I was like, you don't mess with Jean Grey corpses because they have the tendency to friggin' reach out and slap you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn it. We thought you were dead, dead. She's like, <laughs> I was mostly dead. <laughs> so From the Afshirs, motherfucker. <laughs> right. So, um, but it, it's interesting because the, the Guardians of the Galaxy basically... <laughs> What? On Jean Grey. Alright, no more sounds. Yay. I muted all of them. Okay. Fuck sounds. <laughs> no. I think you have a little text message from Skype. <laughs> but they get wind of it, and so they try to go and, and warn the X-Men, but they get there too late. And the Shi'ar have already taken... uh Have already taken Jean Grey at that point. But while they're in space... The Star Jammers help the Guardians of the Galaxy out of a jam, and of course the Star Jammers are the friggin' space pirates that are led by Corsair, which is Cyclops' dad. Alright, we know and, that from the cartoon. Right. <laughs> but, you know, of course, uh, well, I should say, people thought, or most people thought Corsair was dead in the present Marvel Universe right. or whatever. Um, but in with Cyclops just coming, you know, just coming back from the past, he has no idea that his dad is alive at all. So it's basically like a reunion for them because he's like, "Whoa, it's my dad." What issues are these? Uh it I, I you know, I don't know the exact issues. I feel like it's like It's all new X-Men? It's all new X-Men and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they're having so it's it's is a crossover between those two titles. Damn it. So the latest Guardians, the latest all-new X-Men. Because i got to become a Guardians expert like everyone else. <laughs> you know everything you need to know about Guardians of the Galaxy. Look, I've read like three uh, three series. You, you, you know but, everything yeah. you need to know. You're but good. I want to... I don't actually, know everything. I don't, I don't read Marvel. I know. But I've been wanting to read Guardians. As you should. It's a but, good book. Don't get me yeah. wrong, the Inhumanity stuff you could skip. Yeah, I know, but I, I just want to, like, yeah, since they I brought them back. Why not? I don't know. I, I never read it. Mm. Since they brought them back. It just feels like you should read it. Since they brought them back, I, wanna, I, be, I wanted to read them. It's just my moratorium. Right. What's a moratorium? Mar- <laughs> um, my embargo <laughs> on Both. my readership. Um. It has kept me from... There's a lot... Like, Hawkeye, I don't read. Because, Hawkeye's fantastic. Right, but it's Marvel. But it's so, fantastic. 
Yeah. You should be reading Hawkeye and Black Widow. Yeah, I'm not going to do I that. I never read Black Widow, but I can account for Hawkeye being awesome. It's like Ooh. Hawkeye and Black Widow are definitely like in these, it's like a boutique. And I would actually, I would put the She-Hulk book in there too, even though it's different. But the She-Hulk book feels like it's like a boutique type title where it's like you get more of it's it's more character driven than it is superheroics. And I like it cuz it's it's working for all three of those characters right now. Even even though She-Hulk's only been one issue. Right. But the one issue I did enjoy thoroughly. Like I want to read that too. Like the one issue of She-Hulk had She-Hulk taking a case pro bono. Yeah. <laughs> taking a case pro bono. Yeah. That a woman <laughs> oh that that a woman was trying to sue Tony Stark Ooh. and so it's like basically She-Hulk thinking well this will be an easy thing I know Tony Stark I'm gonna go over there have a conversation with him we'll settle the case did she fuck him no no good no I hated that issue that Dan Slott wrote where they fucked why because like she's smart like she don't need to be fucking Tony Stark. Like he's smart too. He fucks bimbos. Not always, but he should. He's smart enough to know that he should just be fucking bimbos. Like, what do you want a smart chick for? I Especially mean, one that can beat you up. He likes to talk. Nah, he could talk to Reed. <laughs> like, who the fuck? What the fuck? He needs not, conversation. Not while with he's his getting friend. his penis stroked. <laughs> he, yeah, he can. <laughs> Reed's gonna stroke his penis look, and talk to him. He could talk. He could talk Sue Richards. To turn invisible and blow him <laughs> while talking to Reed. That's messed up. I was That's like, why I don't write comics. The messed up part is like that could happen. Like right, he, he could see obli- smooth. Yeah, yeah. And Reed Richards is oblivious like that. Yeah. See, look, I should. I'm the like, next. I'm the next Joe Casey. If I'm the, Mo Casey. If anyone should know what the invisible blowjob looks like, it's Reed Richards. <laughs> 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 he just sees some jizz. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So messed up. It looks like the blood on Star Trek 6. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she deep throats him and it just starts, it just starts stretching down her esophagus. Oh my god. Such a bad idea. It looks idea. like tugging on taffy. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so in any case, oh. Diamond Digital is pretty much gone now. They failed. Oh good. Yeah, I did. I did hear that. Apparently, Comicsology just rocks, and Diamond Digital had no Marvel and no DC. <laughs> and that's so, the thing, and, and and it's crazy because in print, the, if they're not Marvel and DC, you could go fuck yourself. Right. So it's like, why would they do that for digital? And you need the spotlight that Marvel and DC brings. Right. Comicsology does that with submit. Right. And on top of that, like, look, I, I have two Comicsology accounts on my phone. Mm-hmm. I have my personal one and a Fantastic Forum one. Uh-huh. We have a Fantastic Forum, so if you log in with our, you know. Our password. I didn't know that. Fantastic form of comicsology. There's a bunch of comics already loaded on there that I got. 
Oh, nice. So if uh, ever you want to read something, well, I, if I want something for you guys to read, I'll buy it on that account. Mm-hmm. Like something I'm going to review, I'll buy it on that account and we'll have it and we'll just log in and read it. Oh, no, that's months. awesome. All right. I forgot to tell you guys, but um, yeah, but yeah, 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 just yeah. the fact that I, you know, I have I have a Kindle Fire, I have an iPad, and I have an iPhone, yeah, and a a laptop. I read it on all that, right? Same experience, right? Um, no, yeah, it it works great, yeah, and it has submit and it has like it, it's crazy how much it's grown because you know i was with comicsology from the start right i remember and watching nothing be on there right and a few <laughs> things be on there right and now just watching stuff that is like so off everybody the wall. goes there first to get stuff right yeah a whole whole group of people that only read comics digital now yeah i there's uh, you know xeno trip is one of the the coolest comics i've found on there mm-hmm. and it's just it's there and and now they have it, it it's about it, you have a good product, but if you buy Guardians of the Galaxy uh-huh. and it switches to a six-week schedule and you don't know because you're too busy working, right? which is what happened to me, Um, not with Guardians of the Galaxy, but with something else, mm-hmm. there's an email saying six weeks later, while well, I'm thinking I missed it and no store has it anymore, uh-huh. they said... This is out tomorrow. You bought number one. Would you like to buy number two? Yeah. I get an alert. Right. Simple things like that. Yeah. It makes a company like Comixology successful. Right. And it, it's I, I can't wait to see um what the guy from HBO Go brings to the table. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm seeing it little by little. I'm seeing right. it expand. But uh you know stuff like submit. I, I forget they were in the news last week for something and i can't remember what it was but i remember thinking like oh this is one of those new initiatives initiatives they're pushing mm-hmm. to get more subscribers oh the g- g- electronic gift cards ah. you can buy a gift card and gift it to somebody so mm-hmm. they can sign up for comiXology and get a bunch of comics yeah that is genius yeah no absolutely because it's like it's like it, it's basically saying okay i did all the work for you all you have to do is go to the site and right. get what you want right on me because mm-hmm. it's like you know that that's the only barrier really to, to I, I entry is like i maybe i don't want to spend the money you can get it like let's say uh like you have an ipad and you have the app you don't really have an account i give you a gift card or you know an itunes gift card or whatever and you buy it you buy it with your itunes account and it goes into your iPad, and you can use it on any Apple device wow. with Comixology without having a full-on Comixology account. Comixology account because you bought it through iTunes, right. so it's on your iPad. Yeah, and that's smart. Comixology is your reader. Yeah, yeah. But long story short, it's like Diamond Digital got into a space late that they probably had no business being in in the first place. Like by the time Diamond Digital got onto the scene, Marvel and DC were already with Comixology. They should have taken that like, okay, we missed that boat. Let's make sure we can monopolize this print market some more and focus their energy there. And instead, they were like, well, we're going to get in the digital space too, being, you know, being diamond with their hubris. And now it's done, which is okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it because they were like, well, we're going to use Image and Boom and uh, Dark Horse. I think Dark Horse is on. Oh, no, actually, Dark Horse, I think. 
was like in the same boat with Marvel and and no. DC, right? Where the they had their Dark own... Horse d- decided to oh do, do their, their own, own app. right, right, and, which is great because which worked for them too. They yeah. don't have to pay licensing to Comixology or whatever, right. and you don't you can don't have to buy it through iTunes, right? You can buy it on you know kind of like how Comixology is, but it's their own right. minimum thing. And then I know and that's for, why they were like we're going day and date for everything, right? Yeah, and they have like they do great deals. You can get every Sin City for 30 bucks. Wow. Digital. You could do every... I, I, it was like Lone Wolf and Cub. Everything for 99 bucks. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> they do all Yosagi, you know, 99 cents each for the first 30 or the whole thing for like 50 bucks. Or wow. Something. Man, they, they do I that. gotta go on Dark Horse. You gotta check our emails. What you gotta do. Cause yeah, they, they, Dark Horse they, they do the everything. sales. I don't have our... Password? Yeah. I gotta set you Chill. up. What? You came up with the password. You, you did. know, I came up with that password when I was, wasn't was thinking straight. <laughs> and okay. it's way too complicated. <laughs> the, the password's way too complicated. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll have to change it. No. <laughs> no. We'll just load it up on everything you have you're gonna so have it's to automatic. Get, you're going to have to get complex. That's what you're going to have to do. <laughs> Talk about change it. Change you. Yeah, I'll change them and let you guys know what it is. You better become a black movie. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it just felt the right thing to say. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna make that on your password. Black movie? Yeah. Treating me like a black movie. Treat <laughs> that's complex. Treating me like a black movie. And it's three T N. I just gave away our password. There it is. Okay, so Toy Fair 2014 kicks off this weekend. Well, not this weekend. La- this yeah, weekend Toy, Toy Fair's done. Yeah, Toy Fair's done. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Joe's like, nah. The story well, says today. That we're actually doing last week's show today. Right. Oh, so then I'm going to delete the story. No, no, wait. What's, what was the story, though? What? It's irrelevant now. It's not irrelevant. The toy might be interesting. The story is just about them releasing the images of their toys early. Oh. But what toy was it? Um, DC Collectibles release images of most of their toys. Oh, okay, yeah. Those DC toys look great. Some of them are... I will say I am seriously considering getting the Batman the Animated Series figures. Yeah, they did that. They also released some Infinite Crisis uh, friggin... friggin... the... Damn it! I'm of course I'm blanking on the friggin' genre of game now, but you know the Infinite Crisis MMO? game. No, it's not MMO. It's a MOBA. The Infinite Crisis MOBA figures. The Harley is interesting. Yeah, because you know in Infinite Crisis, you can be different versions of different types of characters. Whether they have like steampunk and they have like some like a lot of the Elseworlds characters. Like, all types of... They make different versions of different characters in that game. So everyone can be... Like, if you want to be a Green Lantern, you can be one. And you might end up being just a different one than, you know, the guy next to you. And so it's pretty cool. But some of those char- some of those figures look really cool. Also, too, another thing that they released in that... Uh, or that they showed there was the, uh, the Lil' Gotham figures. The Lil' Gotham uh, comic book. Mm-hmm. Some of those figures are in there too, and those yeah, joints. Lame. No, they look great. What are you talking? They look just like the comic, right? And that's lame. Yeah. Okay. 
Look, guess what? I look, mean, I'm probably don't, not reading as much Little Gotham as you are. I'm I'm not reading any Little Gotham, but they look but cool. I know I'm not a huge fan of the designs. How like you? How can you love all that Scotty Young stuff but not like Little Gotham? Scotty Young's better. This I'm not saying like Scotty Young. Young. I'm not saying Scotty Young's not better. I'm saying it's. A, well, it's, I mean that's the same thing. It's like two similar things, but one is it's good his man thing and one is shit logic. <laughs> Wait, first of all, Little Gotham is not shit by any means. Okay. The art, the art in that joint is fantastic. I don't know. I feel like if it was fantastic, I would have read it. No, but you're not reading it. fantastic. You're not reading stuff at all. That means nothing's fantastic. I'm reading Attack on Titan. Not even the form. Okay. There's an Attack on Titan story in there. I know we haven't gotten to it yet. Oh. <laughs> Joe's like, that's our big finish. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's been finish. going back to that page and reading it like <laughs> over and over. It's our big finish. <laughs> right. So, before that, we have one more story before that. Okay. And it's <laughs> Hasbro unveils the Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel Legends action figures. The, these toys are not as impressive, even though they're not bad. You're right. They're not impressive. For the tone of the movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like they're Marvel Legends toys. Like Marvel, Marvel Legends toys are not bad toys, but it's just one of those things where I don't like Gamora's face in this one. Yeah, that's whatchamacallit's face. Zoe Saldana. Nah, her face is better than that. Yeah, that looks more like Joey Saldana. Is, is that the guy from Full House? No, I, I don't know who <laughs> no, that is. That's just a guy. I don't know. It's unremarkable. Yeah. The Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. It, it is like a husky that's standing up. It's not my Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, I know... Marvel Legends toys kind of have like uh, Drax doesn't look like Drax well I mean he might look like the movie Drax he doesn't look like comic book they have a an articulation and figure like design that you either kind of have to you get with or you don't I'm not feeling this Groot either I think the Groot's the best one I know which is sad yeah the Groot backup was good too yeah Actually, all those Infinite Comic Guardians stories were good. Wait, what? All the oh wait, are you talking about the group backup in the Guardians of the Galaxy series? Yeah. Oh, okay, got you. Because they they had a group Infinite Comic too. Yeah. As well. Who wrote that? I can't tell you off the top of my head. Because I know I I read it might be it might have been Bendis. I don't know. Yeah, I might have to go back and read those. I think they're all free. Yeah, I didn't like them then. It just seems lazy. Why lazy? Because it's one panel and then just the word bubbles change. So what, the like group? Or you talking all infi- of them? The Infinite Comics. All of them. No, no, yeah. no, no. Infinite Comics is... Don't get me wrong. Some some of them are where the word bubbles are changing. But a lot of time they add elements and like layers to the pictures and stuff. It's, yeah, I don't like that. It's... It's a friggin' it's like a motion comic. Yeah, it's uh, a. I'll just read a regular. It's a comic. different way of storytelling. I just yeah. That takes. I, I don't want a different way of. That takes advantage mm-hmm. of the digital medium. Mm-mm, I don't want that. No. I want a print version of those comics. They have that too. All right, big finish. <laughs> Pun intended. 
<laughs> Kodansha announces the Attack on Titan Colossal Edition. Yeah. Which is an omnibus of Attack on Titan, the first five volumes in the original size uh, format for $60. Set to arrive in stores on May 27th. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah it, this it, is, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's um, Attack on Titans has sold 15.9 million copies last year in Japan alone. That's crazy. Second only to One Piece. I wonder how much those those books sell for, because I don't know. I don't know what they sell for in Japan. Like 30,000 yen. <laughs> Are you being serious? I don't, like, I don't even know how much that is in real money. So Or real money. I don't know how much that is in American money. Like I, I've been infested. That's black money. I've been infested by by Derek H. <laughs> Derek H. and Oz. I don't know how much that is either. Yeah, I don't. I know. just threw it out. Yeah, but but just the fact that they're second only to One Piece is a big deal because yeah. One Piece is a phenomenon. But One Piece is a phenomenon that's been happening for the past what decade? More than that, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which and Attack on Titan came on the scene like. What a, a, a two years ago, a uh, year 2009. ago, two thousand nine. Oh damn it! Okay, but still, for it to like eclipse things like Dragon Ball and Naruto and all that kind of stuff, it's like Bleach. Bleach, right? It's like there are plenty of like franchises that Attack on Titan is basically breezing past. Man, two thousand nine. That's still not that long ago though. Nah. I, I, we haven't even have they given word on a second season of that anime? Uh, not yet. Who needs to get punched in the neck? <laughs> I'll punch a small Asian man in the neck to make sure that Attack on Titan season two comes. I don't mind. I don't care if it's a hate crime. I'll do it instead of watching. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. Did Moses say he just wants to punch an Asian man in the neck? Like just just a short one. Just because? No sumo. <laughs> no sumos. <laughs> so Can we yeah. double check real quick. That's crazy. But it looks like I don't understand what they're waiting for. Maybe to sell eighteen point five million copies? Right. They're like, yeah when we reach the twenty million mark, then we'll release we'll we'll okay season two. It's like what? What what are we waiting on? Who's like is somebody like trying to hold out for more money or something like that? Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. At um, least at least that would make sense. At least then I'd be like, oh okay. Someone's being greedy. That I understand. If it's just if it, it right now it feels just like indecision, that I don't get. So Um Um Looks like there are a few bonus episodes we didn't get here. That's messed up. But uh, why does Japan hate America? Why not? I think it was that whole bomb thing. Damn it! They're still salty about that. They're all like, our kids are radioactive. Radioactive. <laughs> so yeah, no word on a second season yet. Do you know that sucks? Do you know that that song broke a record for the longest time spent in the friggin' top 100? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
it's like been in the top 100 for like 77 weeks or something like that like since the middle of 2012 you know i did get to hear an acoustic version of it yeah it's awesome yeah that acoustic version yeah. is tight. And I'm just saying, the regular song is awesome. I don't like the regular song. Really? Why not? You like the I acoustic like, version? I like it better, yeah. It, it, like, to, it seemed, I like things with a certain amount of production. Okay. It's too produced for me. Mm. So it's like, I don't know how much of it is talent and how much of it is doctorization on a it's computer. All, it's all talent, dude. Well, I I heard the acoustic, so I know at least seventy five percent is talent. I don't is 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 that them doing the acoustic version yeah. too? Oh, that's so awesome! They did it at the Red Bull Sound Space. Oh. did you hear the you friggin' didn't know that? No, how? Well, why would I know that? Stuff. Well, uh, I wasn't there. No, I mean not where, but that they it was them. They didn't invite me. No, I don't know. For all I knew, it was a cover. What? Why wouldn't that? Crazy. What's you so see crazy why I don't bother liking stuff? <laughs> what? It's like then somebody like imagine I was a big fan and then I hear that like what? I'd be insulted. Why can't I would have a, to hate Larry? Why can't it be a cover? Why would it be? Because it's a good song. Plus the voice is exactly the same. I don't. Like, it doesn't sound exactly the same to me. That's why I said seventy-five percent talent. Twenty five percent doctor. Why is it seventy five percent? Because if you like the acoustic version better, then that means that they're more talented than you thought. I'm saying the song, the produced one, is seventy five percent talent, and then doctorization, all that adding extra ambient shit, layers, yeah. and then double vocal. Oh, you're saying so that the acoustic down is one hundred percent talent, right? Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Did you hear the freaking version they did with the mashup of Kendrick Lamar? No, but that sounds terrible. Oh, well, you'd be wrong. It was awesome. It was on the Grammys. It was fantastic. Like, you should mess with it. Like, really, you should go to, on the internet, like, right after you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. You should listen to that next. <laughs> nah. Okay. Nah, that's what, Look, guess what? Don't do it. That's fine. Look, I'm I'm glad the that Grammys, like, I, I'm up a pull of Moses. I'm happy that you're not experiencing that. <laughs> I'm happy. You know why? Because you're a dummy for not listening to me. So it's like you know, I'm the, glad that there'll be that hole in your life. The, no. <laughs> the, it, it's crazy because it's like a, the band that you guys like with something you might like got mashed up when they did the Metallica mashup. Mm-hmm. It's like they got some Asian penis to shit on a Metallica song. <laughs> it's like, hold my breath. Ding, 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 ding. Like, oh, it's oh, it terrible. Yeah. It's like they, they, oh, my God. No, no. It was like this joint was the highlight of the Grammys. Like cats were like, man, like Imagine Dragons and Kendrick Lamar are doing it. Call, uh, caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, what you want to talk about. I'm Derek uh, Hopkins. Hey. I'm calling from a Glendale, Glendale for the Windale. Woo! Uh, I was called to talk. To, how come you guys haven't talked about She-Hulk? Uh, I think we're going to talk about She-Hulk next segment. Oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> but but hold on the line because we'll probably go to break and then we can come back and we can all talk about She-Hulk. Will that work for you? Oh, yeah, sure. I was holding You said hold to the line. I was holding on. Oh, yeah, no. Awesome. Let's do it. This is Fantastic Forum on allgames.com, and we'll be back.
in two minutes. And we're back. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum. Only on allgames.com. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we wanted to do things a little different this week. Where we just wanted to give everybody the opportunity, including uh, you guys out in the audience, to share whatever you're stoked about in as it relates to comics, whether it be, you know, from the past week or, uh, you know, the the last few weeks. If you're reading something, if you're listening to something, if you're playing something, if you're watching something, whether it be a TV show or movie, and it relates to the field of comics, we want to hear about it. We want to hear what you're excited about. And uh, I know for myself, one of the things I did want to talk about this week was She-Hulk number one, because uh, it, it it came out, it's written by Charles Sewell, who has like, which I, I think I did mention before, like last week has low key become one of my favorite, one of my favorite writers as of late. And uh, it's good stuff. Derek H., I know you're a big She-Hulk fan. And, you know, there was a part of you that was dreading this coming out. Part of you excited about this coming out. So wh- what did you think of She-Hulk number one? I liked it. You liked it. That's good. What did you like about it? It was a story. It was a lawyer story. It was uh, a character story. It was, uh, you see the world from, uh, uh, from She-Hulk's point of view, mm-hmm. which is a different, which in my brain is a different point of view from a Tony Stark or a, any other superhero. Like she sees like, Hey, this is actual, like there are laws here that right. we need to follow. Right. Like you hardly ever see any other superhero stop and think, wait a minute, is this legal what we're about to do? Like, right. but Hulk, that's her life. And so when, and this, I don't know, are, are we doing spoilers or no? No, I mean, uh, yes. the book The book came out, I want to say, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. So, yeah, you can, you can talk about it. Enhance my like when, uh, when it came out that it looked like Iron Man had stolen technology from a supervillain. Right. Like, usually, that people say, okay, who cares? But she said, no, that's, you don't get to do that. That's illegal. That's illegal. Right. And, she followed, and, then, and then also, she didn't say, well, I'm going to go beat up Iron Man. She's like, I'm going to take him to court. And they actually showed you what happens when something like that goes to court. And it was, it was, I thought it was very good. I hope they keep it up. I know they're not going to, but (laughs) I'm going to get at least five issues of really insightful lawyering and superheroing out of this comic. Now, why do you feel like they're not going to keep it up? They can't. Marvel can't. Marvel can't do anything good for longer than six months. It's just it's beyond them. Well, hey, I'll say this to you. Like, and I and I spoke on this slightly earlier, uh, uh, in the show where I kind of I felt like, I felt like, uh, Marvel is kind of creating a a small like boutique section of of character driven superhero comics that was kind of spearheaded by Hawkeye and has been followed up by Black Widow um, might be you might be able to include Miss Marvel in that to a lesser degree we'll have to end up seeing but I feel like She-Hulk fits into that 
whole little uh, niche as well. And with Charles Sewell writing this, I mean, he's actually a lawyer. It's like, we might be able to maintain these kind of stories. Maybe. Yeah, they're going to fire him. They're going to fire him? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be in this book for that long. Hey, maybe. Or there's some. Or there's going to be, hey, we need to, to, to there's a big, uh, what do you call that? Crossover coming up, so throw all your crap away and and do our stuff for <laughs> next uh, year. We we need you. We need you to tie She Hulk into Original Sin. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Look, that that very well could be the case. I don't know. We'll see. But I did like that she was like there. She was like, "Look, I, 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 uh, I charge. I build so many. I build a million dollars worth of, worth of hours this year." Like I kicked ass, right. I'm getting a bonus. Like that's what that's what lawyers think about. That's like yeah. you know you see, they, but that, I was like, whoa, that's what she's actually. Yeah, that's I see what her goal. But then and when she got screwed over, like she acted like I would expect She Hulk to act when she got screwed over too. Right. Like that's another good. So I, it was just uh, the only part I didn't like. There's only one part I didn't like where she did her little speech where it's like. Those those my superhero relationships are sacred to me, and I will not use them. Like really, really, because <laughs> use them every day and every day is your life. But okay. From looking at it, it, I think the guy that wrote the comic I talked about earlier, the guy that drew the comic I talked about earlier, where she fucked Tony Stark, uh-huh. I think he drew this one too. Oh yeah, and that was a low point in that series. <laughs> Look, I will say, like I saw Jay over there looking at the book. And having I what I could only describe as convulsion slash dry heaves. I don't know. Are you not feeling the art in this book? Jay? He looked like he was stung by a bee. Wait, is your is your mic on? Yeah, it's on. Okay. Yeah, I hate this book. How can you hate the whole book? You haven't even read the book, and I won't be able to. Not unless someone like takes all the art out of it. Really? It's Ooh, that read bad? the novel version? Yeah, I can read the novelization, but I can't look at this book. Oh, it's not that bad. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the art's good, because I don't feel that either. I feel... I don't feel it's bad. You I don't feel... I, I like the art style. That 60s, like, mm-hmm. with the little ding and all that. I right. love that. Right, it's just... It's not, I just don't like She-Hulk drawn like that. It's not... The art is by no There's means great. a couple of good pictures where, like, you can't see her face. <laughs> but even that is drawn, like, poorly. Like, I can't read this book. The art is, is not great. I think the art is honestly uh, the downside. Like, and I can look at bad art, but this is just... Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, you You've read books with worse art than this. Maybe. But I can't. Like Kingdom like, Come. No, not Kingdom Come. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. But oh, get out of here. Craziness. Yeah, I, I can't read that. And it sounds interesting, but... It's super interesting. It's a great story. I will have to ask Sewell to, like... Give me the rundown. Yeah, give me the script. Like, a copy of the script. Copy and of the I'll script. And I'll just read that. <laughs> like, I'll give him three ninety nine or whatever for it. And Derek, what do you think of the art? Look, they're they're going for something. They're trying. <laughs> they're going for terrible. <laughs> they're going for something. Well, the boutique. 
sick. They're going for bad. That's yeah, the bad best. chic. That's the best answer. They're going for something. I'm gonna start using that in real life. I like Javier Pulido. I loved his uh, backups in Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. where uh, Stan Lee wrote these mini comics that were like just nine panels mm-hmm. in one page, and they did it for a year. And he did some with Dan Slot writing. I enjoyed that. He could draw everything in this book and then just have somebody else draw She-Hulk. Is it really just She-Hulk that's the issue? Yeah, the two dudes in the office. Look at uh, on page two, there's a close-up of She-Hulk's face where you kind of wonder why he didn't redo that. Like, like, (laughs) let me see. You can see that that's not right. That's hilarious. He didn't do the cover. Nah. Like, they should have that guy draw. Like, I would love that. That's not and also, they get the She Hulk size is all wrong too. But is it all wrong? Her size? How? What? She's not big enough? Yeah, she's not big enough. This is all Polito art. She's not. In fact, yeah. she's not muscular at all. Okay, so what happened? Like, what's Polito's art? This isn't. I put put his name into Google's image search, and this art isn't great, but. I can look at it. Oh God! <laughs> she Hulk artist here. Fuck. <laughs> they got you. Yeah. But like some of the, like, like yeah, that. like his stuff isn't great, but it's I can look at it. His stand his uh J Jonah Jameson is pretty is good. It? Right? No, this one, the Hawkeye. I, I love that picture. That might be him. Dude, why didn't he draw like this? I don't know. I don't feel like I don't feel like the art's so bad that I wouldn't be able to read the book. He drew that. I it's will... not bad. You can read the book. Still. Yeah, you can read the book. Well, not Joe. Joe I can. can't. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe keeps coming across She Hulk art. I gotta stop doing that. But <laughs> this dude, this dude is dumb. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not that bad. I don't like it. It's <laughs> it's. Oh fuck! They don't even look like people. Like, uh, and I like the '60s art. They did that one Spider-Man issue with the '60s right. art. Yeah, the and it's Paris one, one of my favorite panels ever. Right? No, not the not no. the Paris one. The one where the other dude was mad at him for stealing, like basically ripping off his uh his research uh-huh. when he made that uh, light bending suit or whatever. Right. Like. There's a great panel in there with that 60s art with him giving like a thumbs up. And it's like, I love that. But this art. Oh, God. And I wanted to read. I wanted to like She Hulk. But I still I, like it. I, maybe the story's good. I'll probably never know. In fact, just say you like it. <laughs> just say but you like it. Just don't mention the art. I can't. Be, yeah. be like me with the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. <laughs> it's not about the tone of She-Hulk. That really gets you. I mean, I did like when her pants were ripped. But, yeah. Ugh, fuck. I, dude, that was really terrible. Why did you give me that? Oh, don't, don't worry. I won't give you any more She-Hulk. Oh, God. If, even when the artist changed. Don't worry. Dude, please give it to me when the artist changes. <laughs> I hope they fire him like halfway into the next issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's it's like I want him not to be able to make rent. <laughs> like, 
But but who who would you want to draw this? Dude, there aren't many people that would do it worse. I no, mean, I know, but like it, you know, let's say if you can just replace him with somebody, it's gonna be like Rob Liefeld. You know, I wouldn't mind if Joe Mad did it. I mean, okay, of course. for the tone of this book. <laughs> We feel like like Joe Mad on anything. I It'll hate be... Joe Mad so bad. <laughs> like, I follow him on Twitter. I mean, right, that's how much you hate him. Well, uh, he draws. That's where he draws. Right. What's a, what's her name that does a saga? She would be fine. Oh yeah, Fiona good, Staples. Like, yeah, Fiona um, Staples would kick she's ass amazing. on a she Yeah. Well, right. It's like I don't know. Yeah, you know, she could probably draw she muscular enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If she drew a fat guy with scrotum hanging down to his knee, like you could do that. She could do that. Right. Look, that's how good she is. I said he. <laughs> exactly. Like there are a lot of people. Yeah. Like I don't know who would do it worse. I mean, maybe that guy that drew that drew Hollywood. Well, what I'll say about She-Hulk is I think She-Hulk is a is another. Uh, Stunning addition to to Marvel's like little boutique character driven comics. I like it. I hope it stays this way. Oh also, God, too, I hope it doesn't. I'm talking about story wise. I'm talking about the art. I know. I want it to change now. But uh, like if I'm, you could hand me that book again and the art be different, that would be awesome. <laughs> but also, um. I think it says something too about Marvel because I, I feel like Marvel is is really trying to make a a push for their female heroines, their female heroines for their heroines. If they were merely making a push, they would have give that book a good artist. Yeah, get out of here, Jay. Enough, enough. It's true. It's not true. You don't give shit artists to books you're trying to push, dude. Obviously, Marvel puts out a lot of books. They needed an artist that they could rely on to get the thing done on time, and they picked Polito here. I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's definitively the guy for the job, but he's the guy for the job right now. No. So it's like it is what it is. But I mean, he, but he drew himself out of a sale. She-Hulk is a good example of a a, a female character-driven book. Miss Marvel, the new Miss Marvel, number one. Good example of a female character-driven book. The art's good in that one, though, right? Um, you know what? I I I like oh, the art, yeah. but I think I have the book here, so you can decide for yourself uh, on whether you like this or not. Okay. Um, and then also they have Black Widow, uh, coming out, or Black Widow's on number three now, and so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this fool taking a sigh of relief? Is that what he did for looking at yeah. Miss Marvel? He's like, well, oh. when he opened it, he's like, oh my god, oh my god. He's, he's like, like, thank god. This guy. But yeah, I think that. Yeah. I think that, like, I, I really feel not only is Marvel probably setting themselves up in regards to just having their female characters on deck in in their comic universe, but I feel like they're probably trying to set the stage for those women or some of those women to go into mass media as well. Like I would not be surprised well, Black Widow's already getting her own movie, which we already knew was gonna be coming, but 
I would not be surprised if you see a She-Hulk or a Miss Marvel or another one of these uh, female heroes kind of coming into the limelight in mainstream media soon. So it's interesting stuff. I like it. Derek, was there anything else that came out in the past week or so that you felt caught your eye in regards to the comic space? Harley Quinn number three. Harley Quinn number three. Did that catch your eye in a good way or a bad way? Good way. Okay. I haven't been reading Harley Quinn. I'm still liking it. It's a, it's a no big arc. It was a, a very slight arc, but basically it's a just like a, a in and out uh, ultra-violent, uh, not ultra-violent, but violent, uh, uh, dark humor type of, type of book. Uh, uh, one part of this last one, they, 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 they're still kind of not sure where they want to go with Harley, which is kind of weird to me because Harley Quinn's kind of a, she's an established character, so I don't know why they're bouncing around her character this much, but uh-huh. I guess, I guess they have to, if, like, she's going to carry her own books, she can't be so crazy and so wild because it would be hard to follow, I guess, maybe, but they're changing stuff around from issue to issue. Like, for example, at the end of this issue, uh, a woman police officer walks up to Harley Quinn and kisses her, and Harley is aghast and says, I'm not into women. And yeah, I was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> That's the last issue. You were in bed with a woman. So kind of sure you're into women. Oh well, let the writer figure it out. That's weird. That doesn't sound good, Derek. Yeah, but the rest of the movie, the rest of the movie, the rest of the book was her uh, uh, killing guys who's trying to trying to go out on a date with her. So that was kind of fun. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. And does this stuff does it take place within any timeline of what's going on in the? rest of the DC new I don't think so because I'm also reading the Suicide Squad and she's in that and and this has nothing to do with that this is like it's own this could take place at any time anywhere in any universe you know type of thing so that's fair Jay what'd you think of the uh, the art in that Miss Marvel it was great okay and it's like that's when you're trying to push someone like you give him, what's his name, Adrian Alonzo uh, or something. I don't know his name, but it's the same guy that drew Runaways. Oh yeah, and he actually drew uh, how to draw with like Wizard how to draw. So mm-hmm. like when you're trying to push someone, you give him that guy, <laughs> not that guy. <laughs> Pointing to the She-Hulk book. Yes, that's fair. No, I, I do think that the art is better in it's a shit in, ton better in that book in the Miss Marvel book. Actually, makes you want to read it. The uh, the story was really good in that too. Like the character was pretty endearing. I'm gonna find out because I'm gonna read it because <laughs> I can look at the art. There it is. Uh, I will say in these books or some of these latest books, Marvel's been doing a lot of. A lot of promo for their all new Marvel Now stuff. And, you know, they have like a lot of gatefold, uh, gatefold, uh, 
promos for some of the titles coming out. And I just thought I'd be remiss because one of the things I've been seeing over the past few weeks that's really caught my eye is, you know, they're going to do a Magneto series. And the cover for Magneto number one is awesome. It's like, it it's basically Magneto, which, you know, I mean, you may or may not know, but Magneto's bald right now. But it's... Is it cancer? No, he shaved his head. But... It, the cover has it. He looks like he's basically like naked, even though I don't know if he's naked or not. But he's definitely shirtless, and it's like from kind of like the top of the chest up. What makes and you think he's naked? He's wishful thinking. Well, I'm just saying. All I can see of him is the top portion of him and he has no clothes on. Like he could have a tank top, but Larry prefers no, to he's see not, like, he can't, it's not a tank top. If a he's tank topless, top that's one thing, but why would you automatically assume Well, that? here's here's why, or here's probably what it is, is the the imagery you have the outline of his helmet as Magneto, but it's outlined in barbed wire, which kinda brings like the Holocaust kind of imagery. And I think that that's why I think of him as naked. Okay. Because... Because you saw Schindler's List. I get that. Not because I saw Schindler's List, because I've, I've read a history book. They had the friggin' Jews naked. History book? <laughs> so, I think that that's what it is. It's like, it has like a really... Which comic book company does that one? <laughs> it it has a real... Uh, a real Holocaust kind of vibe to it. And it's just really like it's a very powerful image in my opinion, because and and it's just drawn really well. And also because the way the barbed wire actually like twists around and all that kind of stuff, it does a really cool thing like with invoking the image of that helmet, and it's still like around his face and head. But it manages to cast a shadow. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm like, I would I would go ahead and buy that book. Just for that cover alone, I was like, I if I had if I had the white cover, I would say draw this again. So it's good stuff. It's fun, especially considering that, like I said, a lot of a lot of these promos and a lot of the other covers don't don't hit you that hard. Like some of the other ones are a bit forgettable, where it's just like, okay, whatever. Maybe I'll get a uh, I'll get somebody to do that on one on my newest white cover. Do what? That Magneto. Yeah. With the Holocaust. Stuff. Yeah. GI Joe number twenty-seven. <laughs> white cover. It's funny because I don't remember who it was, but somebody, I want to say it was this past week, did a a picture of Scarlet, and it was awesome. I was just like, man, Scarlet's cool. She looked like she could kick ass. But anyway, Moses, uh, what if anything maybe caught your eye or your ear this past week? Well, um, uh, I have Sirius Satellite Radio. Got it. And there's a channel called Liquid Metal, which is the metal channel. Got it. And they Liquid have a metal. show that comes out once a week. Dissecting 
the history of a specific genre of metal called Bloody Roots. Okay. And this week is was um the Bloody Roots of comic inspired metal. What? <clears throat> so they did a bunch of they did Megadeth Killing Is My Business, mm-hmm. which is about Punisher. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. That's and, a that's another series that's really good right now. I don't Nathan Edmondson's Punisher is fun. Continue, I'm sorry. Good for you. Um, <laughs> which uh, we played on the show, and then they had uh, Celtic Frost, the Usurper, from the, one of my favorite albums of all time, the Mega Therion, which is, a, a, I believe, a Conan song. Oh, okay. Uh, they did Entombed uh, Wolverine Blues. From their hit album Wolverine Blues. And then Anthrax I Am the Law, which is another one that I've played on the show here. Before. Yeah, I do remember that. And Wait, then, what, what? The whole album's called Wolverine Blues? Yeah. Okay. And then, the, of course, they did Black Sabbath for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, what else they did? They did Cloven Hoof. Even though that's not really inspired, like it's the other way, well, not the other way around, but. It, They're just loosely related. They're not. It's just called Iron Man. I don't think. Yeah, it's, it's not about actually. Yeah. Well, the imagery. It is works for each the, other. Yeah. 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 So that's what. I'm, yeah. Uh huh. I've never. Uh, I've never made that connection, but <laughs> they did a uh, Cloven Hoofs Silver Surfer, which I've never heard. Okay. There's a couple on here I've never heard, like uh, Raw Sewage did Swamp Thing. Uh oh. And then, what else? They didn't play any of the sword, which they do a lot of Conan stuff too. Mm-hmm. And they did uh, some Man of War, that song Thor, which I played here too. Cool. Or Oz played it instead of it. One of those. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I agree. They did a for uh, this band Unseen Terror did a song called Garfield Strikes Again, so they played that. <laughs> Garfield <laughs> is technically comic related. Yeah, no, know? absolutely. Garfield is definitely a comic. But they didn't play any Blood Has Been Shed, which they have their song En Sabanur mm-hmm. and Uatu. Right. But you know, Ian Christie's just not as metal as I am. I guess. I look. We knew that Uatu. Uatu was was that one of the songs that was like in contention for being our theme, or no? Nah, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Actually, maybe. I don't know. I felt like that's what you told me yeah, back in the day. Yeah, like, it might have been. Yeah, but it just didn't have the right feel. Right. No, no. I agree. Surfing with the alien baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I do want to hear Cloven Hoofs, Silver Surfer. I believe you. <laughs> Do you think that that character is going to make uh, an appearance again in the new Fantastic Four stuff? I hope not, because he might be gay or black <laughs> or worse, maybe a woman. <laughs> well, there have been female heralds to Galactus. Yeah, but not Silver Surfer. Nah, I'm just, I was just being dumb. 
But yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's for years my my edict with comics was like when somebody's not doing right something right, is just you know fuck it, make mine Marvel, right? Because they've been managed to do it right. Now they're not doing it right, at least in my eyes. And uh, but the movies, it's like if I'm gonna watch a superhero movie, fuck it, make mine Marvel, mm-hmm. Marvel Studios. If if it if it ain't Marvel Studios, it ain't shit. <laughs> I ain't watching it. You know, um, I'm not watching Fantastic Four. I'm not, you know, I'm not watching Batman and Superman. Oh, X Men: Days of Future Past. I'm not watching that shit either. <laughs> they haven't rebooted X Men uh, either. That's the one thing that that hasn't been rebooted yet. Well, it it was rebooted, and then they it, unrebooted it. <laughs> they they, un- they, they unbooted it. They took the boot off. <laughs> it's like what? It's like damn it! How did that happen? I don't like that's messed up. I didn't even know you could unboot something. They debooted it. Right, whatever. How it deboot, unboot. It's like, damn it. They messed around and bogged it bogged it down with all that old crap. Jeez. I saw they they released like more pictures of some of those characters. They they released a better a better picture of Silver Surfer, or Silver Surfer, of uh, friggin' Quicksilver, but it's still bad looking. And they re- released another picture of Warpath that's terrible. Like, this fool looks like a lost boy. I'm just like, friggin', I'm ready re- for him to be like, Rufy, oh! <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm like, it's messed up, man. Yeah. Actually, like, uh, I, I I feel bad about saying that because Rufio's so much cooler of a character. <laughs> like I don't want to I don't want to diminish Rufio or or uh, Dante, the fine actor that played him. I don't want to diminish either one of their character. Either, either one of their characters, they're both awesome. But yeah, so that's all. Whatever it is, what it is. It's like I I like. I, I won't lie, I'll probably end up going to go see that joint anyway. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Probably. I mean, is your X-Men. Is your mic on? No. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, it is, it is X-Men. And I do want to see it. But I don't know. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll probably go see that. Because I can't not go see everything. I'm not Moses. I don't have that kind of willpower. Like, you know, I, that's I'll probably the only not, time I have willpower, like, not when I drink, <laughs> not for dieting, <laughs> not for exercising. I, apparently, that's my superpower. I have willpower when it comes to not watching movies that piss me off. Yeah. Like, I probably won't go see Transformers because that looks so terrible. Yeah, you'll see that, too. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't want to have to see. Why do you have to see well, that? I'm probably not going to see Well, it's X-Men. not the... That truck is not the guy that you thought it was anymore. They released who it was. Is it Nemesis Prime? Who is it? It is... Uh, Galvatron. <laughs> That's not true. Go ahead. Look it up. <laughs> they made Galvatron a truck. These sons <laughs> of bitches. I'm like, well, look, that made that easy. I'm definitely not going to go see that joint. <laughs> oh, I should have told you If guys. the truck is Galvatron. Oh, man, you know how angry I'd be in the it movie Galvatron. theater? truck. <laughs> I, would, I would totally be getting it. You'd see me on the news. <laughs> They were like, man, local man got kicked out of the movie theater for causing a ruckus. Mass shooting. <laughs> no, I wouldn't shoot anybody. Yeah, but you're black, so that would be the... the oh, they shot me. Yeah. That's probably what, that probably is what happened. 
why haven't you given up on the Transformers movie yet? Like, they haven't... What? Why haven't you given up on them? Oh, why haven't I given up? Oh, why haven't I given up on them? It, it's not It's not that I haven't given up on them. I've I've come to terms with the fact that they're not going to make a Transformers movie that I'm, I'm not going to like. They're not going to make a good one. Right. Not as long as, you know, Marco Bay and these people that are producing it are at the helm. I, I know that. I think more so is like, I, I'm kind of like, I want to complain about it, but if I haven't seen it, I can't complain about it, uh, uh, you know, with an informed opinion. But re- realistically, it's just like, I mean, I already saw Optimus Prime riding the back of Grimlock. So I'm just like, that by itself is everything that's wrong with Transformers, the Transformers, like the franchise as a whole, where it's just like. Yeah, like, they don't. They they just they don't get it. They just yeah. They just saw the toy. Like literally, they just saw the toys and said, "Hey, let's make a movie out of it." They didn't. Right. They didn't take any. They. I mean, even if they just threw away half the stuff from the show, it would still not be what they have. Like what they have now is somebody not caring about it. Right. Like exactly. Whatever. Someone that they have someone at the helm that feels like they're doing the the franchise a favor by being a part of it, and so they're like, "Well, whatever ideas I have are good ones because I can't ruin this." And they're, they're lucky to have me, right? Exactly, and that's and that shows, and that's the problem. It's it's the opposite of what you know, like even even. Like a J.J. Abrams who came to Star Trek and wasn't necessarily the biggest Star Trek fan, he had a respect for the franchise that shows in the material. Just the little background noises from the Enterprise mm-hmm. alone. Like, yeah. I just I was watching that again. I didn't watch the second one because mm-hmm. I'm a real nerd. <laughs> the second one's great. No, it's just not streaming for free somewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's great. But um, but yeah, I. I yeah, just, yeah. I, I watched it again and yeah, just little shit like that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like you know, the dude will tell you, "I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan, but I wanted to make a good Star Trek movie." And sure, he definitely put his twist on it. Not you know, by no means do I feel like it's not. It doesn't have a, a, a his stamp on it, and that's the thing. Like I, I don't have a problem. I didn't have a problem with Michael Bay movies. Like honestly. Like Michael Bay movies were, have been I fun did. to me, but I'm just like he he didn't put his he didn't just put his stamp on the Transformers franchise. He basically like tattooed his name all over that joint. No, he wrote like, it in shit. And and friggin' he he what he did was write it in flaming cursive, and that's what the problem is. Where it's like you you were expecting like a a, a tribal tattoo, uh, but you would have been okay with a tram stamp, and but instead. They got a whole big giant back art of a piece yeah. of crap. No, it's worse. It's worse. It's a it's a facial tattoo. <laughs> that's what it is. It's just like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, why would you do that? And that's okay. I mean, it is what it is. But it's okay. Like, I think uh, you know, like the sad the sad fact of the matter is this, Derek, and you know, for all those listening, is I we live in an age where, you know, they rebooted Spider Man. Uh, they rebooted Fantastic Four. It's like a Transformers reboot is gonna come at some point because the movies are successful. They're making plenty is it, of it's money. A reboot? Huh? No, no, it's not a reboot. It's, it's just it's four. 
Oh. So it's like at some point somebody's gonna say, Oh, well let somebody else have a try at it and we'll make another movie and it's it'll be a different direction and hopefully that person will be a fan of the franchise and wanna take it in a more traditional direction. But you know, the o- the only thing, you know, is like I mean, I'm I'm a nerd through and through, so it's like it's not like I'm ever gonna stop liking what I like. But it's just gonna be one of those things where I don't wanna be so old that people are gonna be like, Oh, you like Transformers? You shouldn't be liking that. That much? I know, right. It's so old where they're like, Oh, you're that excited about a Transformers movie? Like Oh, it's it's gonna be like you uh, like a tire claw and teenage Mutant Ninja. <laughs> Maybe. I don't like I'm not knocking Tiger Claw because, like, you know, I'm a big Ninja Turtle fan myself. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with this one. It might end up okay. I don't know. It, there's definitely things about it I don't like, but there's there's a few things I do. So, who knows? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's really where it is, where I'm at, Derek, where it's like, it's not as much of, I, I haven't, like I realize that 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 movie, the this franchise is not gonna get any better than it. It's only gonna get worse. It's not gonna get any better. But I do know that a reboot will come, or I have faith that a reboot will come, because Jesus loves me. That's why. Well, see, there you go. What? Putting the faith in the wrong person. <laughs> Jesus or Michael Bay? Jesus. Oh. No. A singer from Behemoth. His name Jesus? Satanist got cured from brain cancer. Cured, not remission. That's good. Because he follows Satan. Oh. Was that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. It looks like Cyclonus is going to be in the movie also. Oh, yeah? Is he a Jeep? Um, They don't say what he turns into. Like, is, he, is he a freaking Volvo? Well, yeah, it looks like Galvatron is a truck. Is... Is Cyclonus is Cyclonus a friggin' the mini car we thought was Mini Cooper thought was dead in the Stinger. Oh, I'm sorry. And they they you messed up Stinger because was I was I was on the internet they they woke me up to this. The Autobots like have shown car. that they can uh, like change car. what they transform except into just if like just by deciding it, you know? Like Bumblebee can say, Oh, I don't want to be this old Camaro, I wanna be a new Camaro. You know, like uh, Megatron can say, "Oh, I want to transform into this now." Like, how come? Like, when any, why, how come Optimus Prime doesn't like say, "Oh, I want to be, I need to be a jumbo jet so I can get across the uh, country faster." Like, why is he still just a truck then? But because he's combining with other Transformers to be a, a jetpack robot. That's why. Yeah, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. But, but sneeze. <laughs> but that's how. But that's how it goes. Play the rap of music, Jay, please. Bless. I'm a, I'm allergic to Bayformers. Why did they make Galvatron a truck? I understand. Like, if you say to me, you can't make him a space cannon. I get that. <laughs> I under, I understand well, that. Space cannons are dangerous. <laughs> But why don't you just make him like a jet like how you did with Megatron? Because Megatron was a jet. But but Megatron and Galvatron are the same guy. They know that, right? 
No, they have no idea. Come they on. have no idea. They don't know that they're the same guy? No one says that? on the. You know this is the same guy, right? No one says that? No. Who's writing the story? <laughs> no one, no, like, I'm just saying, you don't come up with Galvatron out of thin air, right? You know, you know, you know the last person that said that? Uh, Megan Fox. realized he was different, a different guy. Wait, wait, say that again, Jay? They saw him in the cartoon and didn't realize he was a different guy. Oh. They didn't watch the movie. Oh. They just watched the episodes. Uh, oh. And then you said what, the last person to say that was Megan Fox. That you said there? Yeah, Megan Fox went to Michael Bay says, yeah, I don't think this is. And that thing, no, she's fired. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> could you imagine? Like bad when Megan Fox is, is the voice of reason right. on your set. <laughs> Megan Fox was like, but Galvatron and Megatron are the same guy. Even I know that when I when I signed up for the role, I watched the the animated movie. <laughs> Michael Bay is like, there was another movie. <laughs> there was another one. Who made the movie? I only watched it because it was a cartoon. <laughs> That's why Megan Fox watched it. Wait, the, uh, you you don't have to know anything about Transformers to realize that Megatron and Galvatron might be the same person, right? Like, like you could totally like look at Galvatron. And they see Megatron, at the very least, like, if you know nothing about Transformers, you say, what are they, brothers? Right? And don't you do that? Like, that's what happens, right? He can at least read the back of the box. And then somebody says... that happens for Bumblebee and Goldbug. What? But Bumblebee and Goldbug? Well, okay, no. Maybe Bumblebee and Goldbug are more similar. Maybe. Hot Rod and Rodimus Prime. Stop, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they're brothers. <laughs> no, but really, though, I mean... I would not be mad at somebody that knew nothing about Transformers and saw Megatron and then saw Galvatron and be like, oh, is that like his dad? Or, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, look, that's somebody making like connections that make sense. Like, <laughs> it's like they can't, they, they, they don't look exactly alike, but you, they have things in common that make you feel like, well, that guy is somehow related to that guy. The same way how when you see friggin' Cliff Jumper and Bumblebee, you're like, oh, that's like the same guy, except one's red and one's yellow. Or, you know, like, but nobody says, oh, you know what? That's that's actually the same guy, Michael. So maybe we shouldn't have him in the movie. Or maybe we should turn Megatron into Galvatron in the movie. That would be cool. Fans will like that. Michael Bay's like, fans, got, Fuck em. got your fans right here. <laughs> Ooh, Dinobots, that makes sense. <laughs> right. Let's put Optimus Prime on his back. What? He was hiding off it. So, so I bet you, I bet you, uh, he's gonna be the Dinobots are gonna be hiding out in the uh, Museum of Natural History or something. <laughs> Damn it! It's like so on the other cool. side of the aviation museum. Right. <laughs> Just as long as like the skeleton doesn't transform into an actual robot or something, I think I'll I'll be able to stand that. Like, it might because it you might. saw it, he, yeah, he, like it, it looks might. like skeleton on yeah. the outside. No, it very well might. It very well might. I'm just saying, like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, how angry Grimlock would be if Optimus Prime jumped on his back. You know, how right. angry he's like the Hulk almost. Yeah, like you can't angry do stuff to him. I think there is an just episode. Like I think there is an episode where I think maybe like Wheeljack is on Grimlock's back, but it's only like. It's only like in that first episode, like where they're like dumb, 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 like really dumb, right? <laughs> and after that, like well, no became king, right? 
And like, right. And it's like after that, nobody touches Grimlock because Grimlock is Except Willie. <laughs> That's true. Right. And Willie had to tame that bad boy, right. He like Grimlock's like a one of those autistic kids. <laughs> it's like you will mess I'm around offended. and <laughs> mess around and get floored, okay? It's like don't touch that kid without permission. Mess around and friggin' punch you in the neck. It's like the kid from something about Mary. When yeah, he touches yeah, yeah. I tell you. All right, let's go. Freaking transformer talk. Uh oh, what's wrong? No, the b- background music is playing. You're just waiting on you to do final thoughts. Oh, I can't. I didn't hear it. Well, yeah. Remember, we've been having issues with the sound. No, no. Mo, I... Stop. Stop, my. <laughs> what? You don't like that? No, it's bad. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Derek H. <laughs> Final thoughts. Uh, allgames.com. Listen to all the great shows we have, including my show, Dead Picks Alive, uh, coming on. Coming on when? On Thursday. Uh oh. Thursday? Okay, good. I was about to say, you cut, you cut out for a second. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for being on, Derek. Thanks, thanks for doing the show, guys. Yay! Happy. All games, hooray. Alright, Jay, give me some final thoughts. Um, I guess, yeah, now I am have the same level of excitement for Transformers as I do for Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of don't give a fuck about either of them now. I guarantee you, you'll come away from Captain America a fan. Yeah, if I go see it. Okay, that's fine. Look, it's, look. trust me, Captain America is Kendrick Lamar, Imagine Dragons, Smash Up, as far as I'm concerned. Like, it's okay. Like You you don't hurt me by depriving yourself. The only person you hurt is you. I mean, I'm not going to watch it either. Okay, that's fine. It's like, it's okay. there are better Marvel movies coming out. Like, not that month. Well, not that month. But M- maybe not that year. I mean, Thor three is going to be coming out pretty soon. That's like, like a like two years from now. The only thing you got looking on forward Avengers to, two is coming out soon. Guardians no, is that, coming it's out not soon. It's the summer of next year. That's a year and a half. Guardians is coming out in August. Okay, all right, man. That's okay. Look, I like I'm I'm not gonna mess around and friggin' force you to drink horse. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna tell you where the water's at. The the water is at Winter Soldier. That's where the water's at. Eh. Eh. Okay. We'll see. If I if I got nothing else to do, I'm, I might see it. <laughs> okay, alright. You're like, you'll be thirsty in that movie. You'll be thirsty. Most Magnum. Final thoughts. Uh, I don't think I have anything. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. You got it all out? I mean, archives coming soon? Maybe? We, we, this year's archives are up. Oh. Even last week? The two weeks ago? Every, everything's up for, from this year. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> everything's up. So, but we got past archives coming soon, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I am Ron Burgundy. Did you hear about Ron Burgundy? Freaking Anchorman 2? What happened? They're re-releasing it? It came out already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came out already. Really? They're re-releasing it? Wait. Apparently, these fools messed around and did so much improving with like the script or whatnot that they're releasing, re-releasing Anchorman 2. 95% of the jokes are different. The story's the same, so they're keeping like key lines that are like story-driven lines. But as far as like the jokes they tell, changing almost all of them. <laughs> and so it's basically a whole new version of that movie. And they said when the DVD comes out, I think they're only releasing it for like a week too. So they're like, you know, if you want to go see it, go see it. They're like, if you're, in fact, Will Ferrell was like, if you're, if you're an Anchorman fan, go see it. It's like if you're not. Stay away. <laughs> he's just like, you're not going to like it. But he's just like, you know. And when the DVD comes out, they're going to release both versions of it. On the, on the same. On, I, I believe so. That's what they said. The, or, uh, or the Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> but, Blu-ray. Yeah. But yeah, when it comes out, it'll have both versions of the movie on it. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, And I, they're saying I, they don't, they believe this isn't this never been done before. Where you have like a whole like different cut of a movie that gets re-released. In theaters, so yeah, so that's cool. I thought that was interesting. I, I haven't seen Anchorman two myself. I want to though, so we'll see. All right, this Fantastic Four, we're out. Up in the sky! Look, it's a plane! It's a plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.